What's going on, guys, and welcome to this year's Game of the Year discussion. We do this annually every year where we pick our Game of the Year's, our own personal picks, and our two runner-ups, games that didn't quite make Game of the Year but absolutely are uh, worth mentioning and uh, you know beat out the rest of the games of the year. And uh, yeah, before we jump into that, uh, quick reminders to download and play Just Cause 4, Rocket Arena, Worms Rumble all offered on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club, which is in like a week. Uh, Less than we thought of those games, let you know what we thought of them. And our game of the month picked by you guys is Smite, which is a third-person MOBA. Make sure to play that as well. It's free to play. It's uh, cross-play, so you can play it with everybody, which is pretty dope. And uh, yeah, play that, come back. We're going to talk about that as well. And uh, yeah, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, or the podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us, and uh, type in hashtag STLG on your comment. If you'd like it to be considered on uh, the show, and we have a Patreon link down below as well. If you'd like to support the channel, my name is Seth. I'm Chevy, and I'm Chris. And uh, yeah, we're gonna discuss our game of the year. And this year has been fucking rough for me personally, but I feel like most people because there has been a crazy amount of great games that have come out in 2020. It's the best thing that's happened in 2020. Uh, <laughs> it has been the games. Uh, it's the one thing I'm like, you know what? There's one solid thing in 2020. And it was the amount of games. Although a case could be made for the absolutely devastating release of a certain game. I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. Um, Yeah, so we're going to talk about that. But before we jump into that, we're going to kind of reflect on the year in gaming. We have a list of 50 games that were released in 2020. We're going to go through it. If you guys feel like saying anything about these games, feel free to do that. Um, If you don't, you don't have to. We can just go through the list fast as hell that way. I don't care either way. And uh, yeah, before that, uh, anything you guys think of the year as a whole, 2020 in gaming? Um, obviously due to, you know, the world being the way it is right now, a lot of people spent more time at home and it was a good time for there to be the amount of games and not just the amount of games, but the variety of games that came out this year. Um, and so, and you kind of, you already kind of said it was a good year for gaming. Um, and I just want to kind of reemphasize that. So, um, the timing couldn't have been better in, in that regard. Um, other than that, it, this is going to be one of the first years for me personally where I actually did have to think about it a little bit because there was quite a, a bit because of the variety aspect. A lot of times it'll be like, you know, some shooter or like a uh, horror game or some sandbox game. And I'm just like, yeah, I like I play some of those, but they're not usually like my wheelhouse. So mm-hmm. um, this year was harder for me. <laughs> this year in the history of us doing these discussions on the channel has been the hardest one for me, but also it is um, my winner is barely scooting by the other ones. This is not a year where I get to pick the def- the definite winner, the best game of the whole year easily. That's typically a thing every year yeah. um, for me. But this year I'm like, I, I had like three or four games kind of like wrestling around. Like, which one am I going to pick for game of the year? I, I, got, I got it locked in finally. But uh, just for anybody who's listening to the discussion, obviously let us know your opinions as well. This is a, this is a discussion. This is everybody's uh, thoughts on this, but um, just the, just the one I'm picking, there's plenty of other games that could have made that as well. It's, it's a really, it's a really fucked up year for how good games have been. So it's It's really tough for me to pick. And when I do pick the other games are like right behind it, it, it was really fucking neck and neck for me to decide which game I'm going to say was the best game of all of 2020. So, 
Yeah, yeah, it definitely was a really close call for me as well. Um, I usually have like like Chevy, I kind of have like one that just kind of sticks out to me. But this year is because there were so many good games. It's it was it's just kind of like a neck and neck race. I just have to pick one. So mm-hmm. just know that they're all really, really like decimals close to each other. Yeah, I, even to the point like the the fact of like how many good games have come out this year. Some of these games I was considering I haven't even beaten. Um, which is hard because it's hard for me to kind of say if a game is the game of the year or one of my runner ups, if I've haven't even beaten it because finishing game really kind of can change, make or break a game. I could be enjoying game, play the end and be like, ah, it was kind of a weak ending or play game. I'm thinking is like, okay, but then like I get to that ending and it's so fucking good and resonates with me for so long that I, uh, you know, it elevates how much I enjoyed it. So, and this year it's just been so many, so many bangers to, uh, to really kind of, it's just, it's just been rough. It's been rough to figure that out. So I've pretty much emphasized that already. Yeah. Um, anything else before we jump into this list? Um, I mean, you know, you guys watching, feel free to kind of go along with us and, and type it out because I'd be very curious to see your guys' thought process on this whole thing too. So, yeah. Um, all right. So let's jump into our list. This is via, I know, I know. This is via Polygon. <laughs> But it's more so just 50 games that released in 2020. So uh, I wanted to find a list that wasn't every game released in 2020 because we'd be here all night. Uh, and not a list that's like 10 of their favorite games in 2020. I wanted just 50 games, go through, reflect on them. It's not going to be every single one of them, but, you know, it's plenty. So uh, that being said, uh, number 50, we got Bug Snacks. Uh, you know, obviously... Um, kind of an end of the year game that came out but uh very well received in my opinion i i don't know a whole lot of people who disliked the game i didn't beat it but uh but yeah i feel like i'm pretty close um and i would definitely emphasize if you have a, a playstation 5 to or it, that's also on pc i think as well yeah it is. um definitely definitely try it it's fun yeah um yeah and just jump in here if you feel like you have something to say yeah. about it i'm confused because they have no man's sky on here did it come out on something specific or? Uh, I'm not seeing that. No. They're just saying 2018. It pretty much had an expansion come out. That's, yeah. That's so, yes, so yeah. So I'm not gonna really. I mean, if somebody wants that, wants to talk about that, that's cool. But uh, that's not really on my radar. Uh, Helltaker, Doom Eternal, um, which is a game that like had a lot of hype. A lot of people loved it. It kind of tapered off quickly though. I know people. If you bring it up, they're like, "Oh, it's great," but like. Um, I, the conversation didn't carry on for very long, so mm-hmm. no, it's, it's oddly quiet. Yeah, um, and it, what, that also was kind of like represented in the game awards as well. Mm-hmm. You didn't see a lot of like clamoring for anything Doom Eternal. So even though it's nominated in a bunch of categories, yeah, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I played it; it was fun. Um, Super Mega Baseball Three. We, we all remember that game. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Didn't play it. Uh, Creeks, don't know what that is. Call of Duty Warzone, very popular, but that came out already. This list is kind of all over the place. Yakuza Like a Dragon, I think, is probably one of my biggest regrets of 2020 because it is a game I have not played yet and I want to play. I just haven't had time. Late in the year, though. Yeah, and I haven't had time to put into it the games I prioritized. And this might have been a mistake on my part. Maybe I'll play the game, love it so much, and fucking go, holy shit, that should have made my top three, but it can't because I didn't play it. But it is, uh, we've had discussions before of our biggest regrets in 2020. I don't think we're going to do that this time, but that is one of my biggest biggest regrets of 2020 is not playing that game Um, just because uh, I've heard nothing but stellar things about it. Yeah, same. Uh, Though I am kind of in the wheelhouse of 
which might equal never happening, but I would like to just like play the other games before playing this just because I know there is connection uh, to those games that will probably make the experience better. So. Yeah. Hmm. All right, moving forward, we got In Other Waters. Never, I don't even know what that is. No. Uh, Wide Ocean, Big Jacket. Don't know what that is. League of Legends. <laughs> This, okay. What is this list? I apologize, everybody who's like, what the fuck? I'm with you 100%. Maybe I made a mistake in picking this list. Um, Ark Knights. Uh, Desperados 3, which came out, looked kind of interesting. I think I played a demo of that. Um, and it was pretty cool. But um, yeah, I just uh, I never got around to playing it. Uh, Paradise Killer. Don't know what that is. Dirt 5, played it. Uh, definitely won't be making my list, spoiler alert, but um, <laughs> it's fun. It's a lot more fun than I thought. Uh, I got it for PS5, and I've been enjoying it. Mm, so it's right, interesting right, right. to see it on there. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, another game I haven't played but want to play. But at the same time, I've had discussions about this a couple times with people, but um, uh, it's a game that I keep hesitating to buy because I feel like as soon as I buy it and play it, I'm going to play it one day and be done with it. Yeah, I just kind of revisiting, going, "Oh, this is dope," and then being done with it. And, you know, no disappointment, no negative feelings. Just like I've played Tony Hawk, you know, one and two so much already that, like, you know, that it's it's going to be like that. Possibly not, but I just haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yep. Paper Mario, the Origami King. Every time I see that, I want to say the Origami Killer because fucking that one game. This also, is, this is also in the the list of of regrets because I wanted to play this. Yeah, and I just yeah. didn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not for me, but I, I definitely, um, definitely am curious to play it for sure. The Solitaire Conspiracy, very, very conspiratorial. Ghost of Tsushima, of course, Never one of the biggest of games of the year. Um, it's on the list. I'm glad it made the list. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, another regret of mine for 2020. Did not play this game. I'm sure I will play it at some point. Um, I really like the first one. And I uh, love the art style, everything they do with it. So, uh, yeah, definitely will be coming to that, coming back to that at some point to play it. Um, Murder by Numbers. Don't know what that is. Anybody know what that is? Nobody? Okay. Mm-hmm. Destiny 2 Beyond Light, which is that the newest one? Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is fair. You know, expansions are a big enough thing to kind of like, you know, keep it relevant in the next years to come. Agreed. You gave No Man's Sky a pass for that one, though. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't say shit about that. They didn't say anything about an expansion. They said No Man's Sky. If they just said Destiny Two, it's kind of weird. The title didn't. In the description, it said that they were talking about the update for it that came out for it this year. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look into that. Um, so yeah, Twenty Seven Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. Um, mm. Never played it. Heard about it. I'm sure, it's fun. Uh, Streets of Rage Four, which I did play. It's pretty fun. Definitely will not be making my top three. Um, but uh, it, it, it plays just like Streets of Rage, which is pretty cool. It looks very different, but you get used to that pretty quickly. Uh, Hard Space Shipbreaker. Rob plays the crap out of this game. Which I have heard really good things about it. I just haven't played it. Um, so definitely will be picking that up. I'm sure on sale at some point on Steam because I think I have it wishlisted. Yeah, mm. I, he said uh, not to speak for him, but you know, obviously he's not here. Speak for him. Um, I, I've been playing a lot of like Minecraft lately, and it's just been like my Zen game. And he's like, "Oh yeah, that's uh, that ship breaker game for me." He's like, "I just zone out and take ships apart." I think so. that's the big reason why I haven't played it is because it's one of those games where you're just gonna like idly play it forever. Yeah. Um, which I've been doing mm-hmm. with Dead by Daylight. So um, 
and I'm not playing anything else, which I should be. So, like, uh, I'm trying to avoid those kind of games, although I'm not. <laughs> but I, I guess I'm trying to avoid adding more of those type of games For sure. to my fucking arsenal. Uh, Spearfarer, which uh, I played the demo of. It was pretty neat. Same. Not really my style of game, but I uh, really like the art style. Demon's Souls Remake, which I think absolutely uh, will probably make some people's top three picks uh, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it is fucking awesome. Um, Star Wars Squadrons, the, the fucking game that could have been. I like how they made this game. Said At least they're honest about it. They're like, we're not supporting this game. That's it. The game's done. We're, we're already starting to work on our next game. So... Um, I'm glad I, I refunded that game. Transparent, at least. Yeah, yeah. At least they weren't yep. like, well, yep. I don't know. The future's unknown. Maybe something will happen. We're like, oh, cool. I'm going to keep this game. Um, but other than that, it, it was pretty fun. Uh, Genshin Impact, which made a huge impact on mobile gaming. Um, yeah, played it. It was fun. Enough. I just didn't get hooked on it. You guys did for a little bit, but then you guys stopped playing, it seems. <laughs> Yeah, that game's tricky for me because I, I want to play it, but I don't like the way it plays on phone. And if I'm sitting at my computer, I want to play something else. Yeah, so, I think that was my problem, too. Yeah, so I played it on my computer for a second. I'm like, eh, I'd rather play something else. Yeah. I, if it was on Switch, though, that'd be awesome. That would be dope. Yeah. That'd be a good Switch game for sure. All right, moving forward, we got Jackbox Party Pack 7, which is probably my biggest regret of 2020 <laughs> because everybody knows I'm a huge Jackbox fan. Uh, as in, is I think everybody here. We've yeah. done a couple community streams, which I'd like to do soon. Maybe I'll pick that up. Um, I think I almost picked it up on PC, but all my other Jackboxes are on my PS4, yeah. on, on my PSN. And so I was like, ah, I'd rather keep them all together because sure. I know myself. And if I have seven on my PC, I'm going to buy the other ones and already own own them. Right. Um, oh, we got a uh, not so we're not too far away from 2,000 subs, so maybe we can do something yeah. with that yeah let's say 2000 subs we'll have a community stream we'll fucking hang out and play jackbox and other things that'd be very fun um but yeah I, i'm definitely picking this up at some point whenever it's advertised to me and it's on sale i'm gonna pick it up instantly so yeah um but yeah i didn't play it and it probably wouldn't make my top three anyway uh last was part two uh very huge and controversial game uh one of the early controversial games of 2020 there's been plenty of controversial games of 2020 um which is good controversy can be can be interesting sometimes as long as it's uh uh, i guess fair um exhausting (laughs) yeah it's it's been an exhausting year all all around um but yeah last of us part two uh great game played it beat it and uh yeah Assassin's Creed Valhalla is a slight regret for me. Another game I haven't played this year uh, that I want to, but don't feel a super like a strong pull to play it. I just kind of loosely want to play it. I bought I bought fucking um, Watch Dogs Legion, and it's fine, but like I haven't played it since. I wanted to, but uh, yeah, not on Steam. Yeah, yeah, that's stupid. You can buy it on um, now. Okay, um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I played it. It was okay. It was fine. It's not bad, but it's not amazing. It's got some really cool ideas. Um, so anyway, after playing that, uh, looking at Assassin's Creed, which I've heard great things about. I've heard people who said it wasn't supposed to be good now enjoy it. So I mean, like, 
pretty much all around. I've heard only like positive things about Bad it. Heard too. Um, and yeah. I was, you know, hyping on it a little bit before it came out because I thought visually it looked great. I think the world looks awesome. So this is a game I will play at some point. I don't want to wait too long because Assassin's Creed, like Call of Duty, come out so often that like this one is just going to get superseded by something better, most likely or worse. Um, and so I feel like I need to play it while it's still timely. Um, right. Because they'll they'll forget about this game quickly. Um, but yeah, definitely want to play it. I've heard great things though. Fall Guys uh, Ultimate Knockout, huge game, 2020 for a little bit. Um, it's still doing well, but uh, that that hype building up to it, man, that was fucking. There's a there's electricity in the fucking air, mm. and then uh, it hit, and people were happy with it. And then after that first month, uh, everybody just quietly was playing the game, enjoying it, and then people were like, "Dead game, the game's dead, the game's dead." <laughs> I, was like, oh, I think the weird thing there is I don't think it was necessarily that people were done necessarily with Fall Guys as much as Among Us just blew up right in the middle of its hype so sure sure that's that's definitely a factor among us a two-year-old game uh fucking blew up yeah um that was that was really wild and it did take some of that steam but it's just funny to look at the game and that its population went down which it's gonna do anyway Mm -hmm. um and people instantly thought it died i was like i hate that i hate like dead game dead game i said it's probably the most lame thing i ever we'll see people say on Twitter. I mean, if there's like 10 people playing the game on Steam, that's dead. Sure. That's 100%. 100 people, that's pretty fucking dead. 1,000 people's pretty dead, but it it was nowhere near that, so. Um, Yeah. Uh, Astro's Playroom, number 16. Uh, I'm glad they even mentioned this because Astro's Playroom, in my opinion, is a legit game. Um, You can get easily like 10 hours out of that game if you played it, you know, from beginning to end, collected everything, and uh, you know, took your time with it. Didn't speed run it, even though it has speed run modes after you beat each area. Um, game was so good. I want them to make more of these games, like legitimately. Not every time they release a new console, even though I like that they do that. Um, this so. is a very good showcase for the console too. Yeah, and yeah. But even just beyond that, I'm just happy that it's a uh, that it was a game. It's a game, and like uh, it was the first thing I when I was showing people the PS5 when they came over. I would always make them play Astro's Playroom first because it's the best example of what the ps5 is able to do and uh and every single person who played it went from going like oh it's really neat about the controller to well this game's kind of good oh this is really cool oh it's like celebrating all this playstation iconography Hmm. i'm like yeah it's fucking awesome so um glad to see that 13 sentinels aegis rim a game i need to play a game that i've heard nothing but great things about a game that should not be on my radar but is so talked about in a positive way that it is on my radar so and when that happens i get curious because i'm like people don't typically talk about games like this that much unless they're only into those kind of games but this one is just it keeps coming up it keeps coming up so what's interesting too because uh as it says there too it's the the guys who did uh odin sphere and dragon's crown as well so uh which makes sense because i looked at the art style and it reminded me of that yeah it also shows that the people who do the art style only went fucking buck wild in one game yeah, I would say Odin Sphere's got a really nice, yeah. uh, fanciful look to it. So, yeah, I have both, and you can tell the art style is similar. But Dragon's Crown, he like went fucking crazy with that art style. Yeah, um, and he's he even owned it and admitted it. He's like, I did that on purpose. Yeah, um, no, it's shameless for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, in itself though, I, I kind of like that that they did that because the game's fun, but it also is a is a talking piece. So much. the amount of people, it's the only time I ever felt shame streaming. I was playing a game and people are like, Seth, what, what are you playing? And I'm like, Dragon's Crown. And they're like, 
why? And I'm like, it's it's fun. I swear it's fucking fun. I'm not playing it because it looks like this. I'm playing because it's fun. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Hmm. Okay. Like, the whole time I'm like, I'm being fucking judged <laughs> playing this game. Yeah, if you just replace the character models, the gameplay's great. No one, no one give a fuck. Like, what is this shit? I play this. But yeah. they see that. They're like, why is she sitting on it like that? I'm like, I don't know. I can't answer that. Why is her thigh the size of a fucking building? Yeah, why'd they go the Street Fighter V route and fucking <laughs> make everyone uh, logs? Um, but yeah, 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim, um, a game I definitely want to play. Uh, and I, I've only heard good things about yeah, it too. So. Yeah, definitely. Umu Rangi Generation. Don't know what that is. And maybe I'll never know. Valorant. Valorant. Oh, there you go. I was like, oh, Valorant. Valorant. <laughs> Number 13 is Valorant. Um, the, the, the CSGO uh overwatch hybrid um that uh, just was not that fun uh 12 if found dot 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 don't know what that is but it's on a lot of lists so apparently it's a game worth uh playing possibly spelunky 2 the game that i keep asking people why people love it so much and nobody ever answers me i did see that apparently it has um I don't know if it's Steam Workshop support or if it's mod support or whatever, but you can change the character models to like whatever you want, pretty much. So I've seen some pretty interesting little characters running around hmm. the world and stuff. So hmm. yeah, it's 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 a roguelike, like the original one. Um, you just go as far as you can until you die, and then you go back. But like, there's no like progression. It's literally just yeah. And it's it's got co-op and shit, which is cool. But like, I'm like, fuck it. That's the only thing people are playing it for. It's just like platforming. Probably. I, Which makes me sound like a spoiled I, asshole. I like, that's the, all you play it for is the gameplay? I played the first one a little bit, and I remember the controls being pretty tight. So. Oh, yeah. No, I played the first one. Oh, yeah. That's oh, why yeah. I'm confused why people love it so much, because it's fine. It's fine. If you're a Splunky fan, I enjoyed it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, just, the, I literally heard a guy. I was looking up Splunky 2, and this dude said it is one of his favorite games ever made in his top five favorite games ever made, Splunky 2. That is a claim. Yeah, and when you read people's comments on the game, they love it. Really? And I'm not questioning that they love it. I'm just like, isn't that a this square game? game? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Square, think square, makes, square makes their games, which are typically good, Great. and then everything they do outside <laughs> of that is shit. <laughs> typically. They're really bad about that. Every time they have a game that's coming out that they didn't make, I'm like, eh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Just stick to what you guys make, but that takes like seven years. Uh, Among Us, which is a two-year-old game, Thank and it's on their sure. list. It did not come out this year. Um, if it was re-released this year on something, well, it did come out technically okay. on um, fucking Switch. Well, it just came out on Switch. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's a 2020 game. Yeah. Technical, technically. Yeah. Well. I mean, they didn't write this when it came out, but <laughs> retroactively, they're not incorrect. But they've also shown that they don't care. This that's not their <laughs> list. Don't. This is just their most worth mentioning games of 2020, apparently. Um, yeah. But yeah, Among Us, a two-year-old game that did not come out in 2020, uh, except for on Switch and Xbox. Come out on Xbox soon, which is pretty cool. Um, it needs to be on everything. Uh, yeah, for sure. I don't really need to say much about it. It's it's been very popular. It's a fun game. You know what it is. Uh, you know what it is for sure. <laughs> you know you know what they do. You know what people do when they play it. You know you know how it goes. Uh, number nine is Blazeball, which I saw on other lists. I don't know what it is, but it people are saying it's like one of the best games of 2020, and I never heard of it. Apparently, until I have tonight. to write down some of these games because getting a little confused on some of these. 
I am one of the many who have never particularly gotten into watching sports. I uh, participated in athletics when I was younger, but I was never the team-based, I was never, but it was never the team-based stuff people enjoy watching and talking about. My introduction to Blazeball was my friend messaging me on Steam asking, what Blazeball team did you pick? As if I was supposed to know what that meant. With no context, I hastily logged into the provided link and picked the Baltimore Crabs as that's my local team. I'm also... A cancer so dot 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 from there things spun out of control very quickly i became addicted to blaze ball and not even the gambling aspect of it is this some fun gambling i mean it can be not for me <laughs> all i think of is blitz ball from 10 oh yeah. god you just killed yeah. it for me <laughs> yeah yeah me too it's probably one of the worst parts of that game yeah all right, number eight is Crusader Kings 3, which is really cool to see because the other two games have such dedicated fan bases. This one really seems to be popping off, which is nice. I need to play it. Um, I've said this many times. This is a game that I, I need to have time to invest to learn the game to play it because Crusader Kings is a very technical game, and uh, you're not going to casually just kind of walk in and go, all right, let's get a game in real quick. Um, yeah. Half-Life Alex, uh, which in my opinion is the game of the year in VR uh, easily. It's the best thing that's come out in 2020 VR-wise in my opinion. And uh, yeah, I think it definitely deserves to be mentioned because it is, okay. a, uh, in my opinion, um, the best effort so far at making a AAA VR game. It showed me the potential that a big company could make something really crazy and incredible in VR. Uh, if they had the passion drive and budget to do it. So yeah. uh, luckily Valve makes stupid amounts of money that they can take this risk on uh, like 10% of gamers being able to play their game. Um, yeah. So uh, Plus it's personal investment for them. They want people to buy... Uh, yeah. I forgot the name of it. The Index. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Which, uh, which probably sold some units. Probably. I mean, I think these... these, uh, these big VR games incrementally grow the VR population a little bit more. People people view VR as like a peripheral, and it technically is, but I view VR as a console almost because you're getting a different experience than you're getting on consoles. Mm-hmm. When you play PSVR on your PS4, you're not really playing PS4 anymore. You technically are, but like the experience is a different thing. So if you're going to buy the PSVR, think about it like you're buying another console, just like fucking a VR headset. You're investing in a new way to play games. Right. Um, and it is a separate thing. So you just got to get more headsets in fucking houses. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Half-Life Alex, I think, is a great reason to buy a VR headset. It's a full-ass, fully-made AAA experience you'd expect from any other type of uh, medium when it comes to gaming, and uh, they did it great in VR. With those um, Half-Life physics. With those Half-Life physics, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Yeah, The game that's still fucking shrink-wrapped on my shelf. Yeah, Chevy's game of the year is a game that's on a shelf in plastic. He's refused to play because it's so good. He does not want to taint it. I have no motivation to play that game. Yeah, yeah. I uh, as a big fan of the last game, and I'm enjoying this one. Uh, it is very samey, which mm-hmm. is not a bad thing, but it's not driving yeah. me to play it. And so when people are like, eh, I'm like, I get it, I get it. Um, but yeah, it's fun. I I don't think it would ever be on my top fucking anything though uh kentucky route zero uh game i keep hearing about game i want to play i need to play it um people were talking about this way early in the year too um i don't i, I think like there was like an early access version of this game that mm-hmm. was incomplete 
came out in 2013. It just didn't get finished. Until yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking because like every time I keep hearing about this game, people said like it's not finished, and I'm like, okay, well, also wait till it's finished. And I guess it got finished this year, so um, need to play it. Talk about a long fucking. That's almost long. Cyberpunk. Seven years. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake, of course, one of the bigger, uh, most hyped games of 2020. Very well received, for the most part. Some people seemed kind of meh after they beat it. I didn't really uh, hear, I didn't really hear anybody say negative things when they beat it, but I heard a couple people go like, it was good, but, you know, I think they're kind of more disappointed in the way that it uh, is not a complete game in the sense of, it is a complete game in my opinion, but, like, for somebody who's coming from the original Final Fantasy VII, I think some people wanted the whole game and not this incremental thing. thing that they're doing. God, imagine how long that game would be now. Yeah, 100%. Um, but outside of that, I've heard nothing but great things about it. And uh, I did not beat this game, but I have played it uh, for many hours and really enjoyed it. Microsoft Flight Simulator, a game that I'm really surprised to see how popular it is, uh, considering this genre was kind of dead outside of uh, <laughs> smaller teams on Steam uh, making <laughs> indie flying games. Um, but yeah, Microsoft came out, put a huge fucking budget into a AAA flight simulator experience, and it is a flight simulator, because I played this game, and I was like, oh god, I don't know how to fly in real life, I don't know how to fly in this, and I don't want to take the classes, so I did, and, uh, I got into the air, and I did not, I did not even, I wasn't worried about landing, I quit the game, um, so... But uh, mission succeeded. I'm in the air. Yeah, I took <laughs> off. I got into the air, and it's like you need to go west. I'm like, I don't want to move the plane. It's safe here. I'm just gonna go straight. Um, really cool experience, though. They did a lot of really cool stuff with this, and uh, like I said, I'm I'm really surprised about like how uh, popular this game was this year. Um, so much so that it started getting some of that so popular. I hate it. Uh, hate on Twitter. Where people are like, hey, fucking, this is a boomer game. And people are like, oh, I play this game. Oh, I play this game. Oh, I love this game. Like, oh, like all these people are going like, what are we talking about? So, um, yeah. Number two, Animal Crossing New Horizons. A very, very big game for 2020. Uh, this thing single-handedly was selling uh, Switches out of existence uh, in 2020. For months. I think, it's, I think it's still hard to get one. It is. Um, I got real worried because my Switch didn't turn on yesterday. I was like, dude, I can't, I can't replace this right now. Yeah. So yeah. it turned on today. Because even if you find <laughs> one, uh, FedEx, Amazon, or UPS might not even send it to you. They might send it to someone else. Um, but yeah, huge game, huge game. It's, it's not really, I'm not a huge Animal Crossing guy, but I enjoyed this one. Um, and I know a lot of people who don't play video games who went out of their way to buy Switches to buy this game. So uh, its impact has been huge in 2020. I would say it is one of the biggest games easily of 2020. Like top five easily, um, just the sales, everything. It's been crazy. Yeah, probably. I, I'm kind of curious how many it sold because last I heard, and this was months ago at this point, it was over 20 million. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, it's wild. Yeah, people like that Animal Crossing. It's a it's a chill game. Uh, when I was playing it, I was having like really bad anxiety at the time and a lot of like a lot of fucking stupid shit going on and i'd play that game and it fucking chilled me out it was perfect for that so i can only imagine a lot of people are probably kind of in that same zone of like i just need to go to my ha happy place and go to my yeah. fucking happy island and then you go there and everybody's like where have you been i haven't seen you in weeks you abandoned us i'm like i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> i came here to be happy why are you why are you guilt tripping me um yeah and then lastly we got hades which is uh you know really highly regarded people have been 
Uh, very happy with it. I have not beaten this game, but I'm pretty much at the end, I think. I, last time I said that, Chris was like, you think so? Um, <laughs> so I'm like, when I, hear the, when I hear that, I go, I don't know, maybe not. Uh, I feel like I'm pretty far into it, though, considering people said this many hours to beat it, and I'm pretty much at that mark. But uh, it's it's a fantastic game. Plays great, looks great. Uh, it's very impressive with what they've done with the roguelike genre in the sense that uh, you're constantly unlocking new shit and uh, not even just in like um, things to use and mechanics and and uh, like you know new people showing up but the story unfolding as you play it it's a very uh, it, it really has pushed the genre forward in a way that uh, you're either going to be making traditional old school fucking uh, roguelikes or you're going to try and follow them and what they've done so they've really kind of been a trailblazer in this genre, in my opinion. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything you guys want to say before we jump into our first of the runner-ups? I hope that made it easier for you to pick. <laughs> yeah. I was I was just going through that to give people like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to pick. I don't want to pick. Well, let's, let's go through a list and fucking remember all the things that came out this year. And, of course, plenty of other games came out this year. So that's yep, kind of the yep. crazy thing that uh, we have to remember. All right, so let's get into this conversation. The way this works is we have our game of the year, which will be the last thing we talk about, and then we have our two runner-ups. You guys can do, like I say, every year, however way you want to do this. It can be equal. It can be in order. I think mine will be in order, but barely in order. And uh, I'm going to give shout-outs per uh, tier of games that almost made that uh, place as well. Except for my game of the year. It just wins. Yeah, I might just do shout out. You don't have to. I'm just saying I am. Well, no, I already had one in mind, anyways. But um, I'll probably just do it right off the bat. Uh oh. Uh oh. Cody hit me up. We're filming. Uh oh. We're filming, Cody. Too late. Get in the comments. Let me know what you thought. Um. Yeah. So I'll I'll start out. Okay. Uh, my first runner up, which I guess is my second. If it's my first runner up, so my number three, uh, moving up mm-hmm. towards game of the year, uh, is uh, The Last of Us Part Two. Um, this one I've been predicting would make my top three, it did. Um, I didn't know where I was going to land though, so I'm not surprised to see it be number three on the list. The Last of Us Part Two is um, it's a Naughty Dog game, it's incredibly made, it looks amazing, it plays great. Uh, the acting in it is phenomenal. The story is good. Play it if you haven't played it, um, or at least don't go off the leaks. I'm one of the people who was upset about the leaks as well, so I'm with you guys. Just play the game. It's it's really it's solid. The ending is is really really good. Uh, I left that game feeling um, devastated. Um, I'm not gonna blow it up the way people are saying it was the Schindler's list of gaming. That's stupid. Oh. But uh oh people said that. It was stupid. Jesus. Really trying to talk this game up. But uh it the writing is um very smart in the way that they uh transform your perception of characters throughout the game in a way that I didn't think they could do and they did it. Um which definitely needs to be um uh, celebrated in my opinion. It's it's very well done. Um got some nitpicks about it um but overall i really enjoyed the game enjoyed the journey of it i wish more people would have uh, actually given it a chance like i did um i went into it going like ah fuck dude i read the leaks i'm not too happy about them played the game halfway through i was like dude this is not going the way that i really would prefer and then i played further i'm like holy shit okay this is this is its own thing i get what they're doing here and then by the time i beat it i was just like wow okay 
that was fucking that was really raw uh i'm trying to be vague here because i'm not trying to spoil anything so it's hard for me to talk about this so it made my bottom of my top three because of this um i love the last of us it's one of my favorite games ever made i've said that a million times uh the gameplay has barely evolved um does it need to be something new and spectacular no it's the sequel it should be similar to the last game but when i was playing it and i was in that early stage of the game where i was kind of not enthralled by the story yet the gameplay was not enough to get me to come back to it i played the game when it came out and then i took a break for a while because i just was like i'm gonna play other things i'm like way more interested in other games and then i forced myself to beat it because i was like i gotta be able to talk about this for game of the year um by the time i was forcing myself to play it i just got hooked into it because it got really fucking good gameplay is fine but it's nothing amazing so any game that kind of is past this on my list of games um is more because i it might have also had great stories or no stories at all depending on what it is but the gameplay was there and this game the gameplay did not evolve that much and so it's fine but it's nothing amazing so great story great characters great acting great directing as much as you might have a negative opinion on neil Druckmann, i think he, his some of his um um some of the decisions he's making and where he's going and naughty dog is questionable in my opinion but uh, I, i've said it before i'll say it again he's a great writer and director in my opinion um and it really shows in this game uh just gameplay is uh exactly as the first game so um and their multiplayer didn't come out with the game right it's coming and that's not a knock to the game it's in my top three games of the year it's just mm-hmm. if it was out maybe it would have made higher but that's a whole section of the game it's still not out and i hope it comes out i hope it's great it just did not come out this year so it's not part of the whole bundle and i can't talk about it now my shout out for number three which might be a surprise for some people is final fantasy 7 remake i want this to be in my top three i can't put it in my top three i haven't beaten it uh, I would feel bad putting a game in that I have not put enough time into to talk about, uh, you know, completely. I'm like fucking probably a third through the game still, um, not even halfway. And so as much as I've played now and I'm liking a lot, uh, so much so that it, I feel like it would make my top three easily. I don't think it's fair of me to put it there if I have not played it that much. So that's an error on my part. Um, but I'm going to be honest because I did think about it. Even yesterday, I was like, I should probably put Final Fantasy VII on my fucking top three because I knew it was going to be on there. I played it. I was like, this is this is fucking game of the year material. I haven't beaten it. It's not fair of me to pick it. So that's just a shout out for my third place. All right. Uh, let's jump over to Chris. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do it the same way you did. I'm going to do my second runner up. So number three in the list for me. Um, and that's going to be Hades. Uh, I, I play this game every day. Um, I do like a run every day, but the game offers so much into it just beyond being a roguelike game. There's, there's, you know, there's a decorating functionality to the game. There's um, a mini dating sim basically to the game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it just offers so much variety as far as like roguelikes go. In my experience, like you have your weapons, they all have different styles, but then all those styles conjuncture differently with all these different boons and aspects and stuff. You can, your every single run is unique in that game. It just adds to the replay factor of that. That being said, the story is its pretty simple. You're just the basic Greek mythology being played out in a game with your extra character of trying to escape. Um, the art style is fun. It's bright. It's colorful. It's well-designed. It's unique. You can tell instantly that you're looking at Hades when you see that game, when you see any of the art style from it. It's great. Um, 
even the bosses it get challenging and more challenging as you play the game. You can add you know difficulty factors to it again, add into the replay value of it. But because there's no real hard, compelling story to it, I don't feel any strong emotions when playing this game, which is a big factor for me when judging like game of the year material. If I don't feel a strong emotional pull to it or any kind of like chills or you know swelling pride or joy, it's just it's fun, but it just doesn't quite make top tier material for me. It's it's three. It's, it's like just inkling by not being like two but it just has to sit there because there's no emotional draw for me yeah i uh i agree with everything you said uh specifically about the story i think it's interesting because the story is pretty much you know it's it's been done it's it's well established Mm -hmm. story i think its strength is the way it tells it and specifically the way it tells it within a genre that doesn't tell stories that well um, right. I think that's its biggest strength when it comes to storytelling. As the story itself, though, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. I just think it's really fun the way they tell it and the way it unfolds as you have to do the typical roguelike reset every time you die. More and more mm-hmm. unfolds, and it's a really smart and really cool way to do it. But, yeah, the story itself, kind of know where it's going to go. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty simple to understand where it's going to lay out and what's going to happen. Yeah. All right. Good pick. All right, Chevy. All right. Um, I'm going to start with a shout out. Uh, and that shout out is going to be for Dark Souls uh, or Demon Souls. Sorry. Dark Souls uh, 2. Dark Souls yeah. great. Demon Souls. Shout out to From Software. Um, the the remake uh, that Blue Point did. I uh, That's a good shout out. <clears throat> you know, I obviously I didn't like sit down and play it enough to, to put it in my top three or anything like that. But um, I know leading up to the game's release, I was a little worried because it wasn't the the main team making it and uh early images of the game made it look like too smooth and it didn't have like that dark tone that i was expect you know you expect from souls games and uh you know the other thing is timing right that game's about you know you screw up you die timing's really important and so they had to nail that and i i think they did it and it's one of the most like gorgeous looking games on the ps5 so yeah is is the best looking game on ps5 yeah so i I, it deserves attention for sure um if you have a ps5 buy it yeah Uh, yeah i I told people it's the must own game for playstation 5 yeah in my opinion it's Um, an exclusive and it's fucking next gen and it plays great buttery smooth yeah it's it's awesome yeah so shout out to them uh they did a great job uh that would be a kind of scary project to take on because that's a game. If you mess up, the fans are going to tell you. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, so yeah, uh, my number three then, since we're done with the shout out is uh, going to be uh, animal crossing. I <clears throat> wasn't originally even going to put this in my top three, but I played it so you much. <laughs> I, I feel like I have to have it in my top three. Um, I played it for months, every single day. Um, at the very least, to just get my fossils. <laughs> like, um, <clears throat> that game is very quality made. Uh, Animal Crossing, uh, I was a little worried about there when they when Nintendo started like kind of dabbling in the mobile market. Um, they had a really weird DS game uh, that we, they were kind of like trying to figure out what to do with Animal Crossing or doing like a side project. Uh, where it's more about like the the fashion aspect of, of Animal Crossing, and less about like the town building stuff. And I was like, eh, I don't know about that. And then the mobile game came out, and it was kind of like a light experience, but it was a campsite. And I was like, uh oh, what's happening with Animal Crossing? And then 
this one comes out and they're like, oh, you're going to move to this island. I'm like, oh, they're doing the weird stuff again. But they didn't. It was Animal Crossing. Fucking weird stuff. <laughs> so, um, I mean, honestly, my only complaint about the game is the the multiplayer functionality of the game. There's a lot of random loading that, that multiplayer um, requires, and there's not enough to do in multiplayer. Um, I know in past Animal Crossing games, there was like areas you can go to and there were multiplayer activities to do. This doesn't really have that, and I kind of wish it did. Um, but they're constantly updating. That would have been huge. Still. Yeah. Sucks um, they didn't. There's the perfect year for it to come out. Oh, dude, And yeah. my Switch got a lot of use out of it. I have to give it credit, so... No, it's cool that you picked that because uh, I forgot how much you did play that game. A lot. A lot. You played it a shitload. Um, I mean, I played it more than I thought I would. I only put like 15 hours into a tops, but uh, you're playing it all the time when it came Every out. Every day. Yeah. So you but definitely got the people to buy it too. What kind of fruit you got? Give me your fruits. Were you over there? You didn't I have still this need game? all no, the fruits. Buy it. Give me your fruits. Yeah, you're really, you're a fruit whore earlier this year. <laughs> You, there's the achievements who has it what kind of freaks do you the have? achievements give you rewards so i was trying to get them <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure they do I'm sure they do but no one no one in my friend circle wanted to play the game i played a little bit but the multiplayer like you said i think that's its biggest weakness and it's not even bad it's fine like specifically you have to make your own fun for for people who are like and i am not saying people play animal crossing or casuals but there are casuals who play animal crossing and for them to just be able to come look at your house the way you decorated it and the way you're dressed and have that interaction maybe you're in a headset just like having like you know voice chatting with people mm-hmm. and hang on the island it's it, it works in a social way but yeah it would have been cool if there's more like activities for people to do together mm-hmm. uh would be maybe cool to have like a shared island that you could mm-hmm. fly to that everybody's working together on and then go back to your own islands possibly um there's a couple things they could have definitely done but uh outside of that everything else like one thing when you said um how much time you put into it and what the, the game offers essentially the amount of content in that game is insane I, the amount of times i would look at the stuff you had bought and unlocked recently or the shit you just dropped for me like i was a peasant and you're just like here's some stuff and i just like <laughs> fucking run over and just grab I'm it i'm a hoarder so i had shit to give <laughs> I, yeah and i'll i'll take free shit so you just like drop a bunch of pants on the ground i'm like i'll take those and i start fucking scooping them up and i'm like trying them on <laughs> and then like you show me the store and what what was being sold and like every couple months or whatever the fuck there's like a new update out with a bunch of new stuff i was just there's a shitload of content in that game that's a full ass game and it doesn't it for a, a dude like me, it doesn't seem like it. I look at the game, I'm like, well, you just, well, you just, well, you just walk around, and fish. That's what you do in that game. And you I'm say playing that about MMOs, and then I'm, so. I can, and I will say that about some MMOs. But um, yeah, I was, just, and I, when I start playing it, I'm like, yeah, this is fun enough. Like it's kind of cool. But that game, the the simplicity of that game, and as it evolves, the longer you play it, I was like, oh fuck, this is something I wasn't getting before. I'd come back, and someone's like. Hey, Achumba, fucking, I got I got this new thing for you to do and all this shit. And I'm like, wait, you do? I got a new th- building being built right now and all stuff and like all this shit. And like the evolution of, of um, your your community mm-hmm. is really uh, interesting and something that uh, most games don't do. What's also really good about, um, and Animal Crossing has always been pretty good about this, but like yeah. if I have a villager and you come visit and then um, they randomly decide that they they want to spread their wings and go somewhere else and they, they move to your island. If I come visit you, they'll be like, Hey, it's been, you know, I haven't seen you for blah, blah, blah. You know, I, you know, I've been enjoying my life here. Blah, blah. How's the old place going? They, they remember you and it's, yeah. it's really interesting. So yeah, the, this is something that's in a lot of Japanese games in general is small details. They, mm-hmm. 
there's so many games that come out of Japan have all these like little details that I appreciate. Like you didn't have to do that, but you did. You didn't have to do that. And in the same regard, like a Rockstar game, and I'm like, you didn't have to make this world real, but you did. Yeah. But not. But they're going for the immersion factor, whereas yeah. like Japanese games a lot of times go for the gameplay factor. So mm-hmm. like anytime I return, everybody's got something new to say say to me. They recognize that I have I've been gone for a while. When I go to your island, people are talking about you and stuff like that. Like there's all these like little things that like they didn't have to. They could just say like normal NPC shit. You could talk to them, and mm-hmm. I could talk to them and have the same thing, but they don't. Well, even after you visited, I had one guy like a week later. He's like, "Have you heard from?" Uh, I don't remember what your character's name was, but have you heard from blah, blah, blah? It was something cool, but I don't remember what it was <laughs> I haven't either. seen him in a while. I was like, See, weird. and that's fucking dope yeah. because there's no, <laughs> nobody would be playing the game and going like, I wish they would do that. And yeah, then yeah. they go, wow, we didn't have time. They just did it. And you're like, oh, the game does that. And then someone like me is like, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm just like super impressed with that. I'm like, holy shit, that's insane. Yeah. Um, so it's very cool. Very, very cool touch to that game. That game overall is just super charming. So, um, yeah. Good picks. So uh, mm-hmm. we, for the record, got, I don't remember what my third pick, Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. Uh, and then Hades and then uh, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Let us know in the comments what your uh, third pick in what we're doing uh, is. Uh, all right. So let's start with Chris this time. What is your second runner-up towards oh, your game no. of the year? This one. This one's going to make some people, I think, surprised. Um, <clears throat> so, again, this is like neck and neck with being game of the year um but for me the the second place is going to be ghost of tsushima um this game story definitely has an emotional impact for me um just being awestruck about the scenery and taking too many screenshots like i had to make space (laughs) on my ps4 because i had too many screenshots i believe it um and just like even some of the, emo- the the music scenes, like making the haikus and listening to to the old lady chant in the background, making the haiku had a really strong emotional pull for me. Um, the story overall f- is very downtrodden to me. It, it, I have to be in a very serious mood if I want to continue the story because if I'm feeling lighthearted, it's going to bring me down. Yeah, and that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing at all because it's a very serious tone. It's a very serious story. The multiplayer is very fun and engaging. Um, but what it brings down to second place for me is that the multiplayer itself is kind of repetitive after a while. Um, and it's not, it's not, I'm not down like saying it's bad. I enjoy it, but it does feel a little repetitive. Um, and the fact that like you're doing the same missions with slight variations over and over again, and it ends up being a sneak backstab fest over and over and over again. That, that seems to be the primary way of beating the basic missions. Um, the raid is a different story. It's a raid. It's always meant to be more challenging, and it's great they included a raid in it at all. And they even have currently, as of recording, um, like special of cross promotional event armor for the game, which is really cool that they keep you know updating stuff like that. Mm. Um, but the story itself is fantastic. It's just it's a little more serious, but it did draw, like I said, it draws emotions from me, which is very important. Um, but it just kind of just barely squeaked down below because of the multiplayer content and the fact that it, things are too serious in real life for me right now and I just can't absorb that constantly. It's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, Ghost of Shima is fucking fantastic, so I understand and agree. Um, yeah, the multiplayer 2 is interesting just because that was like unannounced, so they just added that mm-hmm. out of nowhere, mm-hmm. so it's really hard for me to be, and I'm a huge fan of the multiplayer. I fucking loved it, as evident of my obsession with it when it came out. Um, but uh, but that it was just like out of nowhere. They would, they, like The game wasn't coming out, and they're like, oh, 
but multiplayer will come. They didn't say shit about that. Right. It just fucking yeah. showed up. And uh, in my opinion, I think they did a great job with it. But uh, it can be repetitive mm-hmm. for sure because there's a limited amount of content. And we don't know if this is a games as a service uh, multiplayer that they've done here or if it's a one-off. I would love right. it to continue. Yeah. I would love it Absolutely. to continue. Absolutely. Because what they've done with it's great. But it does have an end and i think it's it's solid you work through fucking the nine missions uh, you have three difficulties and then you do the three chapter raid we only did the first part of uh the three chapters and uh we did in like an hour but that's because me and a prior group had done it for like three and a half hours the first time right and uh we cruised through it it was fun i like to do two and three but i love that the multiplayer tells a story and has a finale so even if they don't do additional content uh, with the multiplayer, maybe they'll do a Ghost Tsushima two, and then they'll just come out with the multiplayer and have like a better understanding of what they want to do with it. Maybe this is a test. Uh, they did it in a way that's responsible. They did it in a way that has an end to the story of the multiplayer that you can just be done with it and go. That was that was nice that they added that and just be done with it. If they do it again, I, w- I hope they kind of keep a similar format because I actually do like. The, I love the way they the, did it. I, they can like modify like the the way like it plays and does it, but I like mm. the the base concept of going through a storyline and then the finale being a raid and then you could just start another storyline and end with a yeah, raid. Yeah, they should end. do they should do seasons. They yeah, should have another I like that. Another yeah. uh season of like nine quests to tell a new story and then a final raid. Yeah. It'd be a really cool way to Fantastic. do that. Because it doesn't have yeah. to be an MMO. It can just be, it can be formatted like that. I'd also love to for them to release a two player co op version of the story mode. Uh that everybody's free room. Free room would be cool too, but I think doing missions together would be fun. Sure. Uh, when it, if whoever's hosting can do their story, the other person can just watch their cinematics with them. Uh, anytime they're doing a cinematic uh, uh, dialogue part, the person just has to watch, and they can both vote to skip it. It'd be very easy to do, and let the person who joined keep their progression. That'd be the perfect way Monster to do it. Hunter. Nobody would fucking be upset with it. Um, <laughs> that would have been awesome. They didn't do it. It's fine, because what they did add, I like a lot. But uh, Yeah. 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 Um, very good pick. I'm curious, very curious now to see what your number one is. Uh, Chevy. <sighs> so tired. My brain's not working. I'm just like, what? Where are we? What are we doing? Are we talking Who about video games? <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> my number two is the Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, I have not beaten it, but I am in the second to last chapter in the game. Um. And I think I've played enough, um, unless the ending is just mind-blowing, which I've not heard from anybody. Um, I don't think my opinion would change too much at this point. So I feel pretty comfortable putting it on my list. Um, I, I The game is great. I, I really um, was blown away when it was announced. I remember I was at work, and I had both Rob and you uh, text me and tell me it had gotten announced. And I called Rob a liar, pretty much. Mm. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> Uh, and then Seth hit me up too, and I was like, "Well, Seth's not going to do that to me." <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not going to waste my time with that. <laughs> and I was I was shocked because Square was in a weird place at the time, um, yep. or coming out of a weird place, I should say, at the time. Um, and then the development took forever, and they kind of like didn't give us a whole lot. And then the game came out, and I'm glad to say it was is is really good. It's it's a beautiful game. It plays really well um, for it not being uh traditional the way you know in the way it was uh when it first came out was concerning and some people still uh have an issue with that i personally think um as a separate game it is great and it works just fine um my only complaint is i think 
Cloud is probably the least fun to play out of all the characters in the game. And there's a lot of times where you're forced to play as Cloud, which I get storyline-wise, but I'm not a huge fan of using him. So, so Cloud is the Valorant of Final Fantasy VII. I won't go that far. Um, oh, you won't insult him that bad? Okay. But uh, his, I'm his, glad we got that clear. His, he, I don't feel like he... How do I word this? He doesn't hit hard enough for me to justify his playstyle versus like, you know, Tifa's a glass cannon at least. So like, you're going to melt people down. Um, I just don't feel like Cloud puts out the same amount of damage. And I don't think he's that much tougher than Tifa. I don't know. I think there's a balance issue. I could be wrong. Maybe Plus I'm he, playing wrong. He and waifu material. He puts on a dress. I don't know. I don't know. You see that dress he wears? <laughs> okay. Fair <laughs> point. That's, that's a good pushback. I'm not, I'm not going to concede too much, but I'll give, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Yeah. What, good... How many my wifers do you don't have mullets? It's true. <laughs> Mullet wife. Uh, that being said, they, which I think is a great segue. Um, another concern I had when this game was coming out is that game had a lot of weird stuff in it that is kind of touchy, I guess, to bring out these days. And they still did it. And they did mm-hmm. it well. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm very big, happy. Big swords, dude. A lot of people don't like those. <laughs> um. I was very happy to see that they also still have stuff like, depending on what you do in the game, there's like a date scene and you could go with one of the three characters still. I thought that was awesome that that's even in the game. Yeah, I love that the Final Fantasy VII remake um, very much honors the original game and mm-hmm. expands on it quite a bit, but also adds new interesting stuff for anybody who's uh, you know a seasoned vet of the prior game. Uh, you're coming into it and you're having an experience you, you didn't have before. Yeah, uh, It right. also... Um, people don't talk about this enough, uh, blends in Advent children, um, in a way oh, yeah. that, uh, I think is important because Advent children is Canon. So, mm-hmm. um, so this is funny. Uh, one of the things that doesn't push in the first place for me is I think they go a little too hard on the Advent children stuff. And I think it becomes very distracting throughout the game. Sure. I can see that so, too. I just think it's important that they do connect them. Sure. So I'd sure. rather them, I'm not gonna say I'd rather them overdo it, but <laughs> I'd rather them do it or not than not yeah. do it because mm-hmm. uh, playing it, I'm like, okay, this starts to make Advent Children feel a little more at home with the story. No, yeah. for sure. Just and, like a tacked on side story that's yeah. kind of yeah. related to it. Yeah, and, it's not like you know one of those anime movies that's not canon, but it's just like, what would be fun if this thing happened? Yeah, and, right. and there are parts that are very much like from Advent Children, essentially that have been put in the game that I was like, oh, that's perfect in this, mm-hmm. but. Um, without being too spoilery about it um because it happens pretty early in the game a lot of the um dust monsters i'll call them (laughs) uh they happen a lot in the game and it's kind of annoying after a while so yeah um so there are i I have some i do have like honest nitpicks when i play the game overall though it is a fun game i plan on beating it and i do see myself going through uh, doing a new game plus because there is more challenges that unlock when you do new game plus um, but, uh, it didn't have the grab me and make me just want to play it factor. And so it can't be my number one. So, so what you're saying is it would have been your game of the year. If Sephiroth's voice actor was better, I could play it in Japanese. He's got a great voice. Oh yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> but that English voice actor, he's like, Hey, cl- yeah, he's, he's cloud. He's weak, hey dude. cloud. <laughs> I'm like that. That's Sephiroth. Yeah. Hey, what's up, bro? It sucks Cause everyone else is great. Yeah, they're all yeah. everybody. Yeah, else they did a good great. job. Yeah, people. Uh, 
as a dude who watches things in the original language that they were made in, because I think it's really important to see what is originally created as. Yeah, um, I, uh, I, I like, I like to play things in Japanese, but also at the same time, I have this morbid curiosity with English dubbing. Um, and nowadays it's interesting with games too, cause they make them for both at the same time too. So there's not really like the original voice, um, for a game like this, because you know the voice or the the lip work can be you know English yeah, or just Japanese choices now. Yeah, uh, so I I'm always curious to see what the English voice actors sound like. I always assume they're going to be horrible. So even if they're okay, I'm like impressed. <laughs> even if they're fine, I'm like oh wow. But if they're really good, I'm like whoa, good job. Like that's yeah, dope. I'm glad sure. they actually cared because people should be able to play in English and have like good voice actors, not just go like well go fuck yourself. Here's some bad voice actors, or some people that were directed like shit. Maybe they're great voice actors. I was even actually um, partially worried about Cloud when I first heard him, but uh, it, it totally works. Uh, I thought it sounded fun. Yeah. I'm playing in English, uh, <laughs> yeah. and then when I replay it, I'll play in Japanese. Um, yeah, that's just like Ghost of Shima, yep. I know some yep. people started the game in Japanese. It's an American-made game, though, so I was like, I want to yeah, play yeah. in English to see what it like. You know, the the voice actors speak English, so I wanted to see what it's like in English first, and then I want to play it in Japanese in black and white and go back and do that. So, um, anyway, th- all that aside, I just appreciate voice acting, and um, I have a morbid curiosity as somebody who watched anime in the '90s um, <laughs> of how how bad voice acting is going to be, and if it's not which is great yeah and i, I think the final Fantasy seven voice acting uh, in english was actually pretty good outside of sephiroth and it's not even the horrible it's just like not it doesn't fit the guy's not bad it just doesn't fit sephiroth to me especially the japanese voice actor for sephiroth is like perfect it's exactly what i think sephiroth would sound like yeah, especially because sephiroth is such like a sickly like disturbed demented, dude yeah mm-hmm. and, and he's super confident in what he's trying to do and he just comes off kind of how do I word this? Weak in English, I guess. In English, he just sounds like a fucking uh, a run-of-the-mill like kid cartoon villain. Yeah. Like, hey, I sound like I'm up to no good. And that's it. And I'm like, no, Sephiroth's fucking nuts. Yeah. He's a nutcase. Like, he's fucking crazy. Sure. He needs to sound demented. <laughs> and he's fucking eerie as shit in the Japanese oh, and uh, they, voice they, acting. They nail it with the, like, the, the really like gr- you know tired eyes and stuff, too. So, yeah. I mean, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it's it's a great game. It plays really well. The story's really good. The music is superb. Triple S game quality. of the year in music. <laughs> so um, every time it, it, when a when a, a scene happens in that game, the music goes. It's just Goosebump City every time. Doesn't matter oh, how many yeah. times I see it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that game's a real treat for anybody who is a fan of the originals, um, or the original. Um, yeah, that's a good pick. All right, I'm up next, and I think I might potentially upset some people. But before I do that, I'm going to give a shout-out. To our sponsor. To our sponsor. <laughs> so there's one game I played obsessively this year. There's a couple games I played obsessively this year. My, my second pick is a game I played obsessively this year, and I plan on doing that again. But the other game I played obsessively this year was Phasmophobia. Phasmophobia is a $14 game on steam and it is fucking awesome not only is it actually a multiplayer game that is scary in multiplayer that's almost impossible to do it is full of content it's in early access and it is almost uh, an original idea um it's something that i have not played before and i was in love with the first time i played it played the fuck out of it nonstop. So I have to give it a shout out. It's not good enough to be on my top three, but it is absolutely one of the biggest games of 2020 for me in 
terms of gameplay and the amount of time I put into it and the social interactions I had with a lot of friends playing it, which I very much enjoyed and I could tell they enjoyed it as well. So it was a solid game. I look forward to the future of it. Um, again, it's not my top three, but it is an awesome game and I can't wait to see what they add to it or potentially ruin it with because uh, that game's so good in my opinion that doing the wrong thing could absolutely fucking destroy that game. It was also super streamable, man. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. It was really yeah. easy to stream because like it's not even like my skill on the line. It's just like, well, let's see what fucking happens. Like mm. I go in and let's see if I get scared. I'm out of focus. Um, and people watching are like, they don't know what's going to happen either. So it's just like, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, oh, fuck, hopefully I, I kill enough people and get headshots and shit. It's just like, all right, let's find out what the fucking ghost is and let's see if who, who gets scared doing what. Well, and it's funny. And when someone gets scared, too, it's not not like a laugh at them because they got scared kind of thing. Like everyone, like they think you get it. Like the game's scary. Like even from yeah. like being the viewer. From the perspective, because like obviously I'm not playing this game. I don't play these kind of games, but I've watched people play it. And I don't know how many times like I'll watch them and they're kind of like scanning. And then all of a sudden they'll stop and look back and there's just like this thing there. I'm like, mm-hmm. ew, God. Yeah, I love it. And I, I audibly said that multiple times playing a game. I'd go, ew. And I'd fucking. <laughs> like that's, that's how you can tell I'm actually like typically if there's like a, a scare in a game, I just like see it. And I'm expecting it. And when it happens, I'm like, okay, that was cheap. And I, escape, I move on with my life. I, I, I'm just like, oh, nice try. I enjoy it. I like seeing how people kind of try and build up uh, scares in games. But in that game, I legit got scared multiple times to the point where, like, I was like, "This is how you, how you build tension for me and and give me get do real scares to me. You gotta you gotta make me uncomfortable and keep me uncomfortable." And that game did. I'm in the house and the whole time, I'm just like you. And then I hear a noise. I'm like, "Oh fuck, I don't like this." And then I <laughs> like see like a lady in the closet. I'm like, "Ew, ew, ew!" And I'd walk walk out and be like, "What?" What? I'm like, "She's in that fucking room." Like in that room? I'm like yeah. And people are like, "Oh, I'm gonna go check the van." And they like leave and shit. I'm like, "What are you doing?" So, uh, yeah, there's like legit scares in that fucking game. Yeah. It's an impressive feat. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a great game. And as a dude who's been playing other multiplayer, uh, like horror games, um, none, none have done it. They all try. They all have good ideas. That Bigfoot game is fucking ridiculous. Uh, that other one where you're, uh, hunting, uh, like a Wendigo. Mm. Um, there's another one in silence. It's a cool idea, but it's just really fucked up. Where it's like this blind monster trying to find you and shit. Um, they're all they're all cool games. So Phasmophobia did, in my opinion, the impossible as of uh, until it released with making a multiplayer scary game that nailed it. And it's a legit fucking dope game. Came out this year and it is fucking awesome. But my pick, my runner up for game of the year, is based off a of technicality. Um, I wasn't gonna do this, but I decided I'm gonna do it. Uh, my pick is Hunt Showdown. It technically came out in 2018, but it released on PS4 in 2020. I played the PS4 version. It is Hunt Showdown. Um, Hunt Showdown has evolved a lot since 2018. So it is pretty much a different game at this point. Uh, I've played this game so much this year, and I'm so obsessed with this game that um, I have to put it in my top three. If it didn't come out in 2020 in any capacity, I wouldn't put it on there. That's why it's not my game of the year. If it did... Uh, come out on PC this year in the state that it is in, not the old state that it was. It would have been my game of the year easily just because uh, I love everything about Hunt Showdown. Um, it is, in case you don't know, a first-person shooter online where you and up to two other people on a team go into an area. You have to hunt a monster versus other teams of uh, uh, hunters. And uh, if you die, you're dead. Um, you lose all the shit uh, they had on you and your character. And... Um, yeah, the shooting is fucking dope. It feels great. Um, 
you can hit people like one to two times and they're dead. So it's like, I like that tension of like, you could fucking die like in an instant. Um, it's uh, old timey like cowboy time. So you got like Winchester type rifles, pistols, shotguns, stuff like that, which I'm a huge fan of that era and the guns. So it's like, like I'm right at home with that. It's got a horror vibe that um, is very unique and interesting, which is hard for me to say because I think a lot of horror stuff is kind of played out and kind of just takes from other things too much. But uh, I'm obsessed with the uh, visual styling of Hunt. It's like two things I just love mixed together. The sound design is fucking immaculate. It's amazing. They've put so much work into this, the audio design in this game that nobody comes close to it. Some people do some really good job or do a really good job with some games when it comes to their audio design, but that anytime you look at a gun in Hunt Showdown, um, you can go into a mode where you can scroll out from it uh, to hear what it sounds like at different distances. Uh, they all have their own sound and their own uh, sounds from how far away they are. So you can identify huh. weapons. It's that fucking um, impressive. And that goes down to the sounds that people make when they're you know hurt or you hear zombies or people walking on different surfaces. It has a proximity system that's just fucking amazing and no one touches it. Um, yeah, it's completely, you know, uh, original idea that takes from a lot of different genres but made its own. It was a huge risk for Crytek to make and it didn't, just like Among Us, didn't work for a while and then it finally caught on 2020 and then it got released i think on xbox in like november of 2019 but then on ps4 in 2020 and um it's been uh you know well received it had a couple bugs on ps4 i didn't run into any any of those but um some people did but uh but yeah i played the fuck out of it um it is when i kept thinking back on 2020 and the games i love Hunt always comes up. It's one of the first games that comes up. And it is my most loved game of 2020. It's just hard for me to say it's game of the year. Because it's it's a multiplayer game. And you shoot people and they shoot back and you die. And I love that. But it's lacking lore and storytelling. Which I would love for them to do. Um, there's a little bit there but it's not deep. And the world is so fucking cool that I would love to know more about it. So that's one thing that's kind of lacking. Um, but also again it's... It's a weird game that I'm putting in there on a technicality. If it did not release in any capacity in 2020, I would not be putting it on my list. But it did, so I'm technically uh, putting it on there just because I loved it so much. Um, but yeah, Hunt Showdown, definitely one of my favorite games of uh, 2020. And uh, I will be so bold as to say it's one of the best uh, FPSs I've played in like 10 years. It is It is fucking awesome. It is. Uh, I mean, I've bought the game, I think, four or five times now. Yeah, <laughs> for two twice for me and then for other people. Yeah, I've watched but. you play it a little bit, and um, I'm always really impressed by it. And I also think that's another game, um, though you'd have to worry about uh, stream sniping. Um, would be a good streaming game just because you know every situation is different in that game. <clears throat> I if if I could, I have a hard time streaming games that are competitive because I'm, I would say better than average at, at competitive games. Uh, but if I am interacting with people in a way that's not related to the game i get distracted i'm either playing decent or i'm talking decent and uh, so i can't do both and i know i could just not talk to the chat when i'm doing that but um that's, that's not what, that's not that's what a lot of raiders do in 14 if they're raiding they don't talk a lot and then in yeah. between polls they talk yeah mm-hmm. i mean that that'd be interesting to do um because it's a game i i would maybe want to stream but uh at the same time, that game you you got. I always tell people when they first get into it, I'm like you're gonna die, you're gonna get your ass kicked, you're gonna be bad. Yeah, you're not gonna be good at this game when you first start it. You have to fucking 
take the fucking deaths and get you have to get good at that game yeah. and uh and you got to kind of build up to it so it's it is a high skill game and so it's a game that's hard for me to allow distractions when I'm playing. no for sure i i was just bringing it up because um as someone who has spectated you playing it mm-hmm. um i do think it is a fun game to watch um and the tension i Probably do i do be, think yeah. the tension uh, uh what word am i looking for translates uh, to the viewer as well probably because uh, fucking i'm having like a heart attack in that <laughs> game every round my heart heart rate is like, and then when i get into combat my heart's like and i'm like i gotta fucking i gotta live i can't die i can't lose all this shit yeah and then I, i'm almost begging for death i'm like just end it dude fucking kill me get it over with and then i kill two people i'm like oh fuck I, i'm still alive and i'm like i no, i wanted to die fucking kill me oh, no. and i find someone else, I'm like kill me and i'm like kill them i'm like no like fucking just end this i'm fucking my anxiety is so fucking high right now yeah well and then the other thing i i I would have to add um is that like a lot of games that i've watched you play i'm like i really like the ideas and it looks like it's fun to play i wish there was a non-competitive version of it to play there's multiple games that i wish you would play but i know you won't hunt is one of them for sure because like it's it's my number two it would be my game of the year for release this year on pc um but it's not a game you're going to want to play uh, because that game makes me jump. And if it makes me jump a couple levels below that area of threshold of making me jump, you would have jumped a long time ago. So it, <laughs> it, you're not going to play it. Like yeah. it's a huge, just like Phasmophobia. I would love for you to play Phasmophobia because I think you would appreciate uh, just how fun of a game it is, but it's scary. Yeah. So you're not going to dig it. And then another game I'd like you to play uh, back in the day was Daisy. I yeah. really wanted you to play Daisy because I know you would have dug it. The I survival like survival aspects. Stuff, yeah, for yeah. sure. You would have loved it. Um, but it's scary. And with real people, it's horrifying. I got like PTSD from that game. I don't trust <laughs> people in real life because of that game. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've, 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 I've <laughs> hung around people who long Kong con fucking long Kong fucking long con fucking, uh, uh, fucked us over. Yeah. Like played it out. I was like, holy shit. This is a, this is a window into what it would be like if we were living in a dystopian fucking future and you were just surviving in like ruined cities, this is what people would do. They're showing me cause they're doing it. <laughs> they want my resources. No, they're willing to fuck me over for them. Oh yeah. But yeah, it is one of the games I would love for you to play. Yeah. Um, and it really does kind of suck, especially, um, an- another one that comes to mind for me, for me is, uh, dead by daylight. I think it's a fun concept, but I it's wish those so thoughts. Fun. <laughs> it's so, so. fun. So you yeah, can do that game with bots. The killer would be either too dumb or too good. Yeah, it'd be tricky. You have to really play people in that game. Yeah. It's the yeah. strategy is in, you know, even if someone's really good, can you outsmart them? Because with the killer, they're they're gonna catch up to you no matter what. So you have to find a way to break line of sight with them. <laughs> uh, going on a small tangent here, but uh, I was watching someone play that the other day too. They were playing the bunny weird person or whatever throw at the they, huntress they, fuck they, the huntress throw axes, can we talk think. about dead by daylight yeah. can we do the a taste huntress. cast in dead by daylight because i can talk about this all day <laughs> anyway what happened well, i'm interested they, they just were having like way too much fun because anytime someone would like run and like push stuff over for them to slow down they just wait and throw an <laughs> axe in their back you know what i like to do <laughs> when i see them cock back their fucking axe i throw down a pallet and then i just look at them and then i fucking 
move out of the way when they throw yeah, it. Yeah, these me. people weren't that smart. And, and then the streamer I, was just having a And blast. then I'll just stare at her and she'll pull up another one and I'll stand there and then I'll duck behind a thing when they throw it goes and then I make them run out and then they get pissed and they start breaking the board down then I run. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck yep. you. You're not throwing a you're not throwing a fucking hatchet at me. Yeah. What are you talking about? I'll say the only time she threw them is when they were essentially throwing it into people's backs. So the worst thing about her, the huntress, is she goes, she fucking just hums the whole time. Oh, yeah. And it and it, it works as a way to warn you she's in the area, but it's pretty fucking generous. She's really far away when you hear it. You'll oh, hear the heartbeat die. when she gets close enough, but that's what you really got to listen to. It's It psychs you out. People be like, oh, my God, I hear her. I'm like, you're going to hear her, like, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. If she's on the other side of the map, you won't hear her. But once she's, like, midway through the map, you're going to start hearing her. It's there to psych you out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's, that's the most annoying thing about her. Yeah, and people play her. There's like four killers in that game, and people who play them are like real psychopaths. I mean, she was laughing every time she killed someone. Well, yeah, but people who play her like just embody that. They're like, I'm gonna play the hunter. Well, I'm uh, fucking. I'm saying the streamer people. was a, a girl oh, laughing okay. the whole time she was killing people. Yeah, people, so. people love it. Dude. It brings out the real fucking killer in people. And she's supposed to be like this, like cutesy little innocent person and then all of a sudden like she's playing that game she's like, <laughs> I, like I, I believe christ it. i i, I, I have often phrase fit more perfectly for that game for people who play the type of killers than the phrase murder boner first <laughs> i've ever heard i was like that's perfect that's exactly yeah. what happens <laughs> yeah i bitch about because i play survivor mostly because i enjoy the the stealth aspect of it but um in the teamwork or lack of sometimes so i can bitch at people but um uh playing against killers you can tell certain people are just playing to win they're like no bullshit they'll grab you throw, on a, throw you on a hook and just walk off and be done with it other mm-hmm. people will like try and play a game with you and shit and when they get you on a hook they'll sit there and just like watch you and like swing at you and shit and they're just like fucking just loving that you're suffering and shit um although not to not to go too far into dead by daylight we have a whole other topic we're talking about here uh i was playing the other day me and cody and it started out really bad i got thrown on the hook like twice early on i was like i'm gonna die you guys fucking just go at it the rest of the team's getting killed this one guy would not interact with cody at all so i feel like he got pissed at cody at some point because cody went down multiple times and the guy literally just watched him on the ground and then started running at him Cody's like oh here he comes and i'm like he's not gonna help you he would have helped you earlier if he's gonna help you he runs right past cody and just goes through a field, comes over to me, and gets me up. And I'm like, that guy does not like you. Like, what'd you do to him? <laughs> Cody dies. It's me and that guy left. Uh, I'm running. Uh, I have the obsession on me, so the fucking killer's trying to get me. Uh, I'm playing against the saw chick, the pig lady. She puts a thing on your head and has a timer, and then it'll blow up. Um, I have it on my head. I have one. If I get thrown on the hook one last time, I'm done. So I'm just kind of playing recklessly at this point because I know we're not going to make it. I run to the thing to get the thing off my head. I know I'm being kind of fucking vague here, but uh, the point is I'm there. I already have accepted I'm going to die. It's over. I'm fucking trying to get the thing off my head. There's like a trap you got to put your hands into. It takes time to do it. And as I'm doing it, I hear the heartbeat coming. I'm like, oh, here she comes. And she comes around the corner. She looks at me. and I don't even get off the trap. I'm like, I'm going to finish this. Just let me finish this. And she like stands there and looks at me. I'm like, okay. And I'm just like doing the trap. And she's sitting there watching me. And then as soon as I finish it, she hits me, knocks me on the ground, puts another trap on my head. And then she runs away <laughs> and she runs away. Cause she's like, Oh, he'll be fine. I'll come back from later. Fucking, um, she, uh, she goes after the other dude and then, uh, he comes around, he gets me up real quick. And then I run off. She hits him, throws him on a hook, kills him. And then I run to a room trap doors right there on the ground, the hatch. And I just escape instantly. So not only did I have the worst fucking game ever to the point where I was like, I'm going to lose for sure whatever that guy saved me he didn't like cody he didn't save cody at all he got me up and then i am the only one that escaped 
And that and the biggest thing is the biggest fuck you to that person playing, and they might be a great person, uh, but uh, if if you're the killer, I don't like you. Um, she let me lay there. She could have threw me on the hook. It would have been over. But oh, she, she made the decision. The, the decision to leave yeah. me on the ground fucked her over. She didn't get me. She yeah. slugged you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, that was, that was, that was funny. funny. I was like cracking up because the whole time in my head, I'm like, ah, this is a bad match. We're going to lose. And then finally at the last moment, I saw the hatch open. I'm like, oh, shit. And I just jumped. And I was like, <laughs> oh, she's so angry. And she made that decision. She, she allowed me to fucking leave. Yeah. Because uh, she thought funny. she was gonna fucking like just let me sit there and fucking come back for me later. Anyway, no, that's fine. I, I just to bring it back to Hunt. It, it's one of those games I'd like to to play, but obviously the the uh, in, I guess anxiety that I feel with those games, I can't, I can't do it. There's a lot of anxiety in that game. I'm fucking so stressed out playing it. But anyway, it is my my second pick easily. Um, I struggled with making that decision, but I just I just landed on it because technically came out this year i love it so much i said it's one of the best fps's pretty much i've ever played there's a lot of really great ones out there fear stuff like that uh but for recent times it's my favorite fps easily um i think everybody should play it uh i've bought copies for people i'll buy copies for more people um and uh yeah it's uh, i didn't say anyone specific i'm just saying it's gonna happen (laughs) at some point um don't tempt me maybe i'll fucking do something um Anyway, uh, it's a great game. I love it. And uh, it's definitely one of my favorite games of 2020 easily. Easily. No competition. Um, okay. So uh, that long story short now, uh, we are on our game of the year, I think. Yep. Yep. We finally arrived. Game of the year is the best game in our own personal opinions. Yes. Not by any other metric. Just what we liked. That's it. It's basement of what it has to be. If we liked it enough, game of the year. Uh, let us know in the comments yours as well. Uh so yeah, we're gonna start with Chevy. Go around, finishing with Chris, and uh, yeah, what was your favorite game of 2020? I feel like mine's gonna be really obvious. Um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna go with Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I've gushed about it so many times on the channel already, so I'm just gonna kind of summarize the the game has offered pretty much anything I could want out of a game, and I'm already um, like a lot of people, a big fan of. Um, romanticizing Japanese history and culture. And I also am a big fan of Japanese movies, especially like Kurosawa stuff and stuff like that. So, um, this movie just kind of honors all that stuff while you making like, a you like game. Kitamura versus. Oh yeah. Azumi. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yes, I do. Um, yeah, I don't know. The game just offers so much and then it does have the multiplayer, which was a nice extra. I didn't even need that. Yeah. Um, the game itself is great uh and to kind of just emphasize why it's game of the year for me i have not platinumed a game since the original xbox and i platinumed this game that's pretty crazy yeah um i just did not want to stop playing um i still even now want to go back and do new game plus for similar reasons play a different language try it with the filter on um maybe even switch up my play style uh, you know and then I, there's extra quests, I think, and extra vendor. Um, the game's just fun. And I could replay it. Because it is like a good movie. And it's completely rewatchable. Um, yeah, the story is not super deep. But it's a good story. And it's a story people can get behind. And it has a satisfying ending to that story. And it's presented well. And it's presented well. Yeah. So it's it's a story that's like... Some games are so story-oriented that you're going to get into these like long like 10 to 20 minute 
cutscene parts of the game that are trying to tell a story. And it's and it's hard to go back, not for me on those games, but you're right. Um, it's hard for me to go. Well, Last of Us Part Two yes. has long fucking parts of the game where you're just watching. It's great. But the idea of going back and replaying the game, I'm like, do I feel like going back and watching? Like I was trying to show is either Josh or Cody. Um, they're over here and I started playing Last of Us Part Two because I want to show them the, the beginning of the game. And it didn't. It, it I forgot how long it took to get to the part I was trying to show them. I was like, holy fuck, there's so much going on here. And I wasn't necessarily enjoying it. Like, the story's good, but, like, um, the gameplay shit. I'm like, I don't even have all my shit unlocked and shit. So, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas Ghost of Tsushima, it's, uh, it's kind of low impact in the way it tells the story. You can just fucking play that game. Yeah. Quickly, and, so. And one thing I, I also want to kind of say that I think is a big extra for it um, that a lot of people do really poorly Um and not necessarily in a bad way. It's just an afterthought. Um, I think the only example I can give that doesn't fit into this is Witcher 3. Um, all the side quests are amazing. Yeah. The storytelling in the side That's stories huge. is is great. In fact, it's probably my favorite part of the adventure uh, because it, it really uh, enriched and, and added depth to the world I was playing in. The story I was doing, I had more attachment to all these people when the big battles would happen. Uh, and I knew their, their whole history. And it was great. Everyone on the field was a comrade that I knew and knew their story and their their relation to my character. Um, that doesn't happen in a lot of games. They're usually just like they meet them. They 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 give you like ten minutes to be as cool as possible so that you just have that like okay I like this archetype. This is cool. Let's go. Um, this game doesn't do that, which I really appreciate. And it's kind of amazing too that Sucker Punch put so much work into that and also put work into having that affect the world even if you hadn't done those side quests for instance there was two people i hadn't done fully their side quests one person i barely did any of his and when i talked to him at the end i'm not going to talk about anything other than this at the end but uh we had reflected on that we hadn't really started his Mm -hmm. uh stuff yet and then another character was like he can't be like i know we haven't figured this out yet with you but i promise after this we'll We'll continue this and it was really cool to see that that lack of finishing that carry into the dialogue yep again versus one of those things those that yeah. didn't need to be there yep and it was and i was like listen to him like that's cool it feels like this is actually happening like it feels like those side quests are actually not just side quests but also part of the story yeah um right yeah so it's cool they even did that also how cool is it the sucker punch made a game that you're saying is game of the year um when they made Infamous. Also the fact that it's an open world game. Yeah. yeah. That I was able to beat in, in Platinum. And Platinum, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't play open world games. so yeah, It speaks a lot. Yeah. The, the game is solid. Um, and it is just so fun to play. It's simple enough to play, but there is a level of mastery involved that does take skill. Um, yeah. So And the duels will test that sometimes, especially if your difficulty is up. Um, duels are sick. Yeah, it's I enjoy a, those. Yeah, it's fun. Especially they can be hard. <laughs> there's a couple times I record, like I, I hit the record button because after uh, I got into a, a fight where it was just like right face to face, going boom, boom, like like parry, fucking block, yeah. swinging. We're both just doing that shit, and then I like finished the dude, and I was like, that was sick. Yeah, like that was so fucking cool. Like I did in the moment, I was like, oh fuck, 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 and then I, did, I was like, oh my god, that was so fucking cool. I saved. Uh, I am not going to say what they are, but in the second part of the game is when you get introduced to some side mission duels, mm. and mm. I saved every yeah. finish finisher on those. So I have clips on my. 
PlayStation of every one of those. <laughs> yeah. Because they were just so void. First off, they're they're standing in like photo perfect places, every one of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I show up I'm like, oh, this is a very romantic place to have a duel. This is amazing. Like, yeah, it's all on purpose. They <laughs> fucking everything is so visually planned in that yeah. game. I could look at that game all day. Oh yeah. So um I can't say enough good things about it. Obviously, not everyone's into Japanese stuff. Not everyone's into well, it's like Red Japanese. Dead Redemption 2 came out, and yeah. people fucking loved it, and it deserves praise. Yeah. There's a bunch of people who don't give a fuck about cowboy stuff. That game that's, does nothing for that's me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I love I love cowboy <laughs> shit, but like uh, I love westerns, um, so it does something for me, yeah. except for the middle portion of that game. It's just fucking, oh, I have a plan, and that's it. That's the story. Um but the beginning and, 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 and are fantastic. But the world is fucking crazy good. And uh, just like, um, uh, yeah, I, for anybody watching, I have the camera kind of tilted to the towards Chevy more than me right now. And it keeps fucking putting me out of focus. So uh, you're seeing how I see without these. If you're questioning why I have the glasses on, now you know. You're, see, <laughs> you're seeing what I see. Um, but anyway, um, it, it's kind of funny that, that Ghost Tsushima is a game that locks itself even with its big budget just like red dead redemption big budget grand game made fucking great and there's a whole portion of people who just will not be into it and that's fine like like as long as they're like that game sucks because i don't like samurai shit that's a lame you know uh complaint but someone's like i'm not into samurai stuff i'd be like then you know there's nothing really to discuss there you're not into it you're not into it for sure and and that's and that's kind of my thing is um if I were to remove all the things that like I just adore about this game, it is a pretty above average action adventure. I agree with that. I think it. I think it's smart in the way it evolves systems that are existing games to the point where I played prior games that this game comes from, and they're not as good as they were because okay. Ghost of Tsushima evolved the genre mm. so well that now I expect that. Yeah. And above. Agreed. Um, yeah, it just plays really well. Yeah. Like across the board. Um, I but, do think it's a genre defining game. But yeah, I think the whole package and then having an affinity for it, it has to be my number one. Like I yeah. I love that game. So <laughs> Yeah. Fair. Alright, I'm up next. Mm. All right. Uh so my game of the year is also Ghost of Tsushima. Um I didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, anybody who watched the channel regularly, I went on for a long time saying, this is what I said. Cyberpunk 2077 would be my game of the year. Which <laughs> none of us considered, I don't think, by the way, because it came out too late. It came out too late. This yeah. is yeah. before the discussion, the bugs, and all that stuff like that. It, we just said, it's too late. We'll talk about it next year because it's in the middle of December. It's not fair. It's not enough time. And then, of course, with all the shit going on with the game, that hasn't affected me too much, but it's affected a bunch of people. It's, we, can't have this, we can't have this conversation. Um, it wouldn't even make my top three in this sense right now in the way it is. Um, so, uh, although I like it a lot, um, it, it, it can't make it. Anyway, I said that Ghost, or not Ghost Shima, Cyberpunk would be my number one. That didn't happen. And then I said Final Fantasy VII would be my number two. That didn't happen. And then I said uh, uh, Last of Us Part Two had a chance of being my second or third. It I was accurate on that. And then I said Ghost Tsushima would probably be my fourth. Maybe it's it, it, it slide up into number three. Well, it's my game of the year. And uh, so this year has really been a curveball for me. And that's fine because I, I like I like when I'm you know wrong about shit. I like uh, the surprise of going, oh, fuck, I did not nail that. Right. Um, I know where to begin. Ghost Tsushima uh, doesn't revolutionize the genre, but 
it does sharpen it. It does uh, hone in on all the things that are great about the open world um, uh, action uh, adventure genre. Um, I love samurai stuff like everybody else. I love ninja stuff. I'm a huge fan of uh, Japanese cinema. You kind of touched on that as well. Uh, huge fan of it. And even though this isn't doing anything original with that, it is uh, winking and nodding at me constantly and constantly. going that, hey, you like that stuff? So do we. And we're not just saying that. We're going to show you that we also appreciate that stuff. And then they show me, I'm like, oh, you know you know what the fuck you're talking about. Cool. You are legit mm-hmm. into this as well. I appreciate that homage constantly. This game, I was like, Dude, okay, this is like so just on the nose of like fucking, hey, we love Japanese cinema. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, this is dope. It's just a circle jerk. And I, I'm there for it. This I love it. Part of your brain, let me just keep tickling that. 100%. 100%. And I will just admit that. I'm a, I'm a big fan of samurai stuff. And whether it's actual historical samurai stuff or, uh, you know, the movies, this game plays on both of those things. And I love it. The aesthetic is fucking awesome. I love all the armors, the weapons, of course, the. Uh, landscape of Tsushima, the fucking the architecture, the people of uh, the island um, who feel like people who are worth saving, who all have their own ambitions, people who have done uh, bad things for survival, good thing for for survival, victims of things that they never had a chance to not be victims of. It's it's a darker game than I thought it was going to be, but I love that. Um, they felt like there were stakes in the game and uh, and it's just it's just uh, great in that regard. But yeah, visually it's, it, you know, what hasn't been said about it. It's a beautiful game. It was built from the ground up to be a gorgeous, artistic looking game that is just vibrant and full of life. Like I said, makes it feel like there's something worth saving here. It's not just like the city is being ran uh, by, you know, a bad corporation. You got to fucking stop them or the, the police are taking over the military or whatever. It's like, you know, the Mongols are invading and you need to fucking uh, protect your people. But at what cost uh, will you um, defy, you know, a, a legacy of honor to do what you have to to save people? And I think that's a really cool uh, thing to explore. And I think they did it in a really good way. Um, all the things on the side in the game to do are really cool. I love that now two games have played around with this idea of meditation as a kind of side quest thing. Uh AC Valhalla has a meditation thing oh, where you stack rocks. Um, yeah, somebody wrote an article. They're like, two games this year have done meditation things, and we need to see more of that. And I'm like, I kind of agree with you because you know most side quests are like, go kill the guys. And in this, it's like, write a haiku. And I'm like, write a haiku? Okay. And then I do it, and I'm like, okay, this is neat because it's, it's showing off the beauty of the game. It's also neat because I have choice in my haiku. Uh, and you have to look for inspiration, literally, which I think yeah. is such a cool system. <laughs> then when you finish it, it's your haiku. I made this haiku based off my decisions and someone else has a different haiku. And then it's put onto your headband, yeah. which is such a cool fucking thing. I love it. Um, just those little things in this game are just it has so many systems that, like I said, aren't revolutionary, but are smart. It's also so super many. reminiscent of uh, Eastern games because Eastern games do a lot of like. Sure. Uh, to, I mean, Final Fantasy VII is a great example, like doing pull-ups and push-ups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels very <laughs> so, gamey in some ways, yeah. but it also feels very AAA Western as well. Yes, and, yes, and, yes. And how much they put into the animations and stuff like that. Um, 
but yeah, I, I love all that. Um, I love the visual representation of like the fox and the bird and stuff like that leading you in directions. Not only is it a smart way to lack a HUD, but it's also visually appealing and exciting when you're riding your horse and you see something that is going to lead you to something that you're going to gain something from and have this small little adventure that you weren't expecting to have. It's a really cool system. It's really smart and it adds to the whole beautiful experience that this game offers. Um, combat is awesome i love it some people you know kind of complain a little bit it, it does have some issues with ai i feel like they've gotten better though like when the game first came out bears were broken they just run back and forth and die instantly now bears are like horrifying they'll fucking destroy you and throw you yeah exactly yeah. um also enemies used to be uh kind of you know not great i think they're a little better now for sure but uh you know, in a game that essentially takes the systems that have existed in Spider-Man and Batman, stuff like that, where you're surrounded by people and they're going to attack you and it gives you a big old triangle of your head to fucking, you know, parry their moves. Uh, it has a system where they'll attack any time and you have to read them. It's 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 not Dark Souls, but it's inspired by a more, you need to look at your enemy and not about the read, button. Read that the tells. Gonna, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like mm-hmm. that. Um, the game also, uh, I think, has good stealth for a game like this. Um I've heard some people argue against the stealth in this game. I would argue back. Show me uh, games that do stealth better that aren't like just hardcore stealth games. This game yeah. uh, mixes combat uh, that's similar to like Batman with uh, I think something on par with Splinter Cell when it comes to its stealth, and it does it seamlessly to the point where you can be in the middle of combat and fall back into stealth. Now, some people have also argued that. Um, you know, the cones of vision with the enemies are uh, kind of bad. Go back and play fucking Shadow of War. Um, like we did. <laughs> I literally walked up in front of the dude. It's a stealth game. I walked up in front of the dude. He's staring right at me. It's just an older game, but um, it's it's hard to do this in games. And yeah. I almost every stealth game, and I play them all, none of them have fully nailed it. But games that allow me to have options and get creative in the way I do stealth is what I'm looking for. The worst case scenario you can get in a stealth game is stand in the shadows, you're not seen. Stand in the light, you are seen. And that's the most basic thing that's been in fucking Uncharted and other big titles. That when we need a stealth part, but we don't want to put work into stealth systems. So what do we do? Well, stand in that zone, you're good. Stand in that zone, you're not. And that's what I hate. And then at the best, you have stuff like, you know, Metal Gear Solid 5, uh, the Splinter Cell games. Uh, I would argue Hitman is a fantastic stealth game, even though it's a different kind of stealth game. And then I would also argue Ghost Tsushima has really good stealth, even though it does have problems. I'm a huge stealth guy. I love the stealth. I'm a huge, uh, you know, samurai combat fan. This game has great samurai combat. So I'm really happy with that. I also think the traversal in the game is fantastic. I think it flows really well. Um, I love a game that allows me to run and gun fucking stealth. I can run through and kill a bunch of dudes without being seen. And I love that shit. And it's because the, the way the game flows, the way the game plays, and the stealth systems in place allow me to do that. And that's something most games don't have. Um, so yeah, combat's great. The amount of tools you have uh, to have options in combat, I also love. I love games that give me options. I don't want to just walk in with a gun and shoot everybody every every time I get into an encounter. And I don't want to just only fight people with uh, my fists the whole time. I like going in and going like, well, I only have like one shuriken and like one smoke mm-hmm. bomb. Uh, I'm going to use this on that dude and I'm going to use that on that guy. Or in the moment, go fuck and just throw one just to save myself real quick. Well, it's funny too because... Uh, because they give you so many tools, it's really easy for your playstyle to change while you're playing too. Because yep. I started off pretty aggressive, and then towards the middle of the game, got a little more stealthy. And then towards the end of it, I was using a lot of tools actually because mm-hmm. it was just fun to yeah. do. The yeah. wind chime ended up being one of my favorite things to oh, play yeah. with. So. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Oh yeah. So. Um, 
And then the game evolves in its combat uh, as you uh, progress through it. You get more stances, similar to like Neo, which is great because I fucking love Neo. Um, and uh, even though towards the end I, I stuck with one stance because it didn't matter. Same. Um, early in the game, you're kind of switching stances for different stuff, which, you know, having the different samurai stances visually alike, but also the, um, you know, utility purpose of using them uh is smart and was cool and you are unlocking things for those stances as you play um which is really cool also changes just the overall way combat feels for your character so for sure Mm -hmm. if you don't like Mm -hmm. the basic one there's three uh, very different ones Mm -hmm. after it so and uh yeah just unlocking more and more combats that you know being able to jump off your horse and attack people like all these things that you might want or might not want you have these choices um what's a horse (laughs) (laughs) said what's a horse oh yeah you didn't ride it i, I tracked the whole game <laughs> uh the animation of the horse is so cool too the way it like flows or whatever it's not realistic like you know red dead redemption 2 but it uh it it is perfectly in theme with the world of, of yeah. everything flowing and looking good and it's 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 i i really enjoyed riding the horse in that game um well, i forgot to mention this earlier too i just want to bring it up real quick uh game also its escort system is like great so thank you yeah <laughs> Yeah, not enough games do that still. Like, games have done it, but in this game, if you're walking, the NPC with you is walking. If you're running, they run. And uh, You don't have turn. You can just hold forward, and your character will just follow them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it has a lot, of, a lot of systems in place to make that less uh, encumbersome, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's just it's it's full of smart ideas it's a really smart game and it's and it's really gratifying too to play this game because i've always said even though and this is when i give games and, and consoles and all sorts of things shit i say that only in the sense that i want better that's it i don't want it to fail i don't want things to be bad so um yeah when i've in the past looked at prior soccer punch games i've never been a fan of their games but i've always been a fan of their work they put into games they've always been a triple a developer since i saw them i was like dude these guys put fucking work into a game Mm -hmm. i'm just not into this like yellow jacket electricity guy who's just (laughs) flying around shooting people electricity he's not interesting this is stupid but i always knew they were a talented company and for this game to be this good I'm just like that's what I'm talking about. That's what I've been saying. They did it. This is what I, this is what I wanted. These guys completely are capable of doing stuff like this, and they nailed it. Not only did they nail it, they knocked out the fucking park. Um, and then just to add on to this, I'm talking about the game right now. Just the game. The game's great. Game of the year, easy. They out of nowhere fucking dropped a multiplayer that is more interesting and fun to play than some full game releases that try to do the same thing. I won't mention names, but you guys know what I'm talking about. There are full fucking releases that this multiplayer add-on, free add-on, are better than. It's is is better than. It's fucking crazy. I put a shitload of time into that multiplayer. I have played it a lot. I would say I'm pretty fucking good at it. Um, I've done all the difficulties. I've only done one of the three parts of the raid, which I'd like to do more of. And pretty much unlocked almost everything I needed for the, the assassin. I have a couple things more I got unlocked, but I think it's in the single player. Um, and it has just been completely solid. There are some things I could probably pick out a bit in it, but not not really for me personally. I, I uh, have played the missions over and over and over again, and I love stealth so much that I will play them again. Uh, I used to play uh, the co-op in Splinter Cell, uh, I think Conviction, and I loved it. And this is the closest thing to that um, that I have. And... Uh, it's it's a fucking blast and the raid i think is really well done it's it feels like a raid it's got cool mechanics you gotta talk and work together to uh get past and uh and it'll kill you it's yeah and it's not <laughs> it's not it's not like a weak little 
add-on. It's a full fucking, like, they really thought about this. Um, it's more than almost any other company would add for free onto a game. And they did it, and it's awesome. And honestly, this game would be up in there for me on Game of the Year. But with that multiplayer add-on, it's hard to not pick Game of the Year because that what they what they accomplished with this game and what they've done with it and what they added to it uh, is more than what most people have done this year in their games. And so I think you know they they've kind of just earned that from me in the sense that it's my Game of the Year. It's easy. It's nailed everything that I like about it, uh, you know, visually and, and gameplay wise. It's solid and uh, and that yeah, the multiplayer is awesome. So I mean, I could sit here and fucking just just we've been doing this for a while now too, talking about this game months. Yeah, for months we keep bringing this game up and talking about it. So it's not really a big surprise. It's a surprise for me that I'm picking it. But when I thought about it, when I really thought about it, I was like, the game of the year. What 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 is the utmost celebrated in my mind game that I played this year? Uh, out of all of them, and that'd be Hunt Showdown, but <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima, <laughs> a game that legitimately came out this year, uh, is definitely it. Uh, I, I definitely love this game. I can't wait to see what they do next with the game. I hope they add on to it. I hope they make a sequel, which I'm pretty sure they will, given the yeah the game and how how <laughs> th- th- that my that fucking ending that I got that I picked, I fucking loved. Um, I'm just ready for more. So uh, yeah. Game of the year, Ghost of Tsushima. I definitely agree with you. And I think uh, people at the Game Awards, uh, when they voted for it, they picked it as Game of the Year, which uh, was not surprising to me. And uh, I think it got robbed by the uh, actual Game of the Year vote. Because, mm. fun fact, in case you guys don't know, the Game Awards, though we are fans of it, so I'm not talking shit about it, uh, I found out that when they do the nominees and who wins, 90% of that is their committee and 10% of that is the people's vote. So it almost seems like that's there for tiebreakers, possibly within their committee. Um, so it makes sense why it's so predictable to tell what's going to win because that committee is probably pretty closely associated with um, games journalism and shit. So. Yeah. I also, I, yeah. Uh, in case you're, you're new to the channel as well, um, me and Seth for sure, and I, I know uh, Chris to some extent as well. Um, we're just kind of fans of watching these kind of shows, anyways. Like whether mm-hmm. it's an E3 or Game Awards or whatever. Yeah, uh, there's not necessarily a lot of weight on it as much as it's just like a good time for us. So for sure, and I'm I'm curious about people's opinions. Mm-hmm. They don't typically shape my own. I'm pretty I'm a very opinionated guy, but I do like hearing people's opinions. So well, and when, it's, it's a it's a spectacle, right? It's a yeah. show. Well, so. and then there's right, also right. reveals. Yeah. Which that's like yeah, a lot I need to be there for that. Yeah. So because I'm into gaming, <laughs> I need it. Yeah, hundred percent. Any time someone's like, "We got game reveals," I'm like, "Okay, I'll be there." I got to know what it is, and then it's all shit games. I'm like, Ugh. "All right, I'll start tying up my arm." Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But uh, but yeah, Ghost Tsushima definitely well uh well liked this year it seems, and uh, I'm one globally of I'd say too, which is yeah. funny because like as a Western release. Uh, Usually, like Western Western games, don't make a huge impact. Like in in Japan is a great example, and there's a lot of like talk over there about oh, I want to play that game. It's really neat. What oh, they dude, did. I oh, loved that early on when that game came yeah. out, and you had some fucking just just basic like oh, that game's popular. I want to talk shit about it. But the ammo they they tried to pick was it was 
too much like American Samurai movies, which I'm like, what are American Samurai movies? What are you talking about? Kill Bill. Because all the, all the, yeah, all the Japanese. The Last Samurai. 47 Ronin. Fuck, what are you talking yeah. about? There's three of them. And uh, I can point to so many Japanese Samurai movies because I watch them that are just like this. So what are you talking about? And then, uh, sorry, that's just a little tangent. It's just stupid. But then, uh, fuck, what am I talking about? I'm just bitching. The now. Japanese audience. The, ja- the Japanese audience. And then people are talking about, like, it's not traditional enough. I'm like, well, that's fine because fucking not everything. It's just like when Call of Duty's out and people are like, it's not realistic. I'm like, no, nah, there's Battlefield. No one heals people with having just holding a medic pack. Um, or just a surrender real quick. These, these arguments are so lame. But anyway, they're like, it's not traditional enough. It's not realistic. I'm like, nothing is. It's not a historical fucking book. But also, Japanese people loved that game. Not all of them. I hate when people generalize. But there was a very large audience of people out of Japan that not only liked this game, but also were upset that people in Japan weren't making this game. Yeah. Because they don't make huge, big budget AAA games like this. Yeah. But somebody here did it because they had the budget and somebody like greenlit it and they seem to have liked it a lot. So, I mean like, yeah, anyway, that was just that thing early on that yeah. people were bitching about. I and, mean, uh, I still see, cause I, I watch a few like Japanese streamers, for example, and a lot of them are like, I wish I could play that game. Um, a lot of that's copyright stuff for them. I don't know what their copyright laws are, mm. but um, they want to play it, but they can't stream it, I guess. So. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's, it was pretty well received. I don't know a whole lot of people who disliked the game. So I've heard fair criticisms. I don't sure, know anybody who sure. disliked it. So, but that doesn't matter. My well, opinion, everybody's even, opinion. Even when I was right. given mine and I said, like, if you took away all the stuff, like I like just adore about the game, it's honestly, it's just an action game. It's still fun. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but it like, is it, 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 I don't think it'd be game of the year if like it had different paint of coat on it. You know what I mean? Coat of paint. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for me, yeah. at least. Um, I think that really kind of pushed it because as I made a joke about tickling the brain earlier, the whole time I'm just like, oh my God, I love oh, there's this. Def- there's definitely some of that there, <laughs> but I think there's a lot of smart systems as well that 100%. might have not been there through the inspiration of making a samurai game possibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard to tell, but I, I mean, I agree to a certain extent for sure. But uh, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. Two of us have picked Ghost of Tsushima. Game of the year. Big surprise. Chris, what is your game of the year? Cool. The 2020. Well, like I, said, I preface this, I do this every year. I preface everything, but uh, like I said, the top three games for me were really neck and neck, and, and I put Ghost of Tsushima as my, my runner-up, a uh, second place. But it was really just like really, really neck and neck for me. But today, I went through and played all of my top three games just to reaffirm what I was feeling. And for me, surprise, surprise, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is my game of the year because every time I hop into that game, I feel so much joy and bliss just sitting there in that game listening to the music i can sit there and just sit in one area and listen to the music play through over and over again and just maybe it's the nostalgia boner but just go through just really appreciate every moment every note that's being played and the nuances and the variations they've made to classic songs let alone the recreation of the entire world in a way that was so detailed and in-depth and just exploring this new little cracks and crevices that add to the story so well and replaying the game just just, it just blows my mind every time i hop into it i when i played it the first time when i booted just booted the game up i just i started crying (laughs) because the wave of emotions hit me so strong and yeah i know where the story is going but that doesn't doesn't matter 
there's all these little side details that have been added to the game that just make it so enjoyable. Like, oh, I know this is happening. Oh, it was really cool little information they added to it. Just the world building is there and so enjoyable. And, and the combat, it, I, was, I am always hopeful for a classic Final Fantasy style combat system. I know it's never going to happen again. That The ATB gauge is never going to happen As again. As a bravely default is now. Yeah. But I love it. But this game pays so many homages to the original that I don't feel like I'm missing out on that nostalgia factor the menus are there you, you know you can slow down time to access the menus when you want to to really control your characters however you really you know want to make one person heal one person cast at the same time it, it's there it, the functionality is there but it just every character feels so alive to me that i just can't get over how much i enjoy this game even though i haven't beaten the game even though like i'll play it and i won't i'll put big gaps into it that's mostly because i try to stream it and the stress of streaming it is getting to me so i just played it on its own and i was having so much fun just so much joy coming from this game i it makes me look forward to everything else they're going to do with the future game i don't even care anymore that it's like in three part section that, that was a big problem for me i was like i want the full game I yeah want you did say that i remember it before i don't care anymore i'm excited for the future of what this game is going to bring i'm just it's so exciting and so thought i just can't it's, it's hard for me to put into words how much i enjoy this game i'm stumbling over them yeah um that's really cool to hear you bring that up because i remember early on me and chevy were pretty pro the way they way they did it and you were out of us three uh like a lot of people kind of like i don't know if i'm gonna like that or not and now you've played mm -hmm. it and now you're on board so it seems like they've done it in a way that worked mm -hmm. and it's funny too because i think we were also hesitant at first until they said it was like you know, 40 plus hour game early early yeah. on when they first yeah. said the game was gonna be episodic i'm yeah. like no dude yeah exactly and then they pulled away from that and they said it was gonna be a full game and then me and you were on board yeah but then a lot of people mm -hmm. rightfully so were like i don't know if that's the way i want to play a game I, I love like the older version wasn't like that i don't want to play it like that now yeah but then me and you were like hold on hold on they but they say like it's gonna be like a 40 hour game like full on like yeah how much detail you're gonna get now yeah. out of this game you're, gonna you're get getting a bigger game, game. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> right right and there's a big yeah. enough story there to tell in multiple parts, as long as they don't do it in a way that's like a telltale game where it's like. I, fucking, I do ugh. reserve some some paranoia because Nomura, but he's done good so far on it. So <laughs> the, the attention to the detail too is I really enjoy it. Like your weapons, if you equip them, your characters wearing those weapons in cutscenes in the real world when you're fighting, like the transition is seamless, and your materia is exactly the same slots you have equipped on the weapon in the cutscenes and in the real world too like it just those little detail attentions are so nice as he transitioned into the game just it's such a joy to play and i think everybody should experience it at least once because the story alone is an amazing story and i think everybody should experience it one way or another what if you don't like weeb stuff it's not super in my opinion it's not i've seen it's, some weeby things it's not weeby i, I it's very like western stylized story and like i think final fantasy always is like right on the line anyways well it's yeah it, it can be japanese and not weeb like we mm -hmm. i mean anime is it's not what everything that japanese uh, is no i you're well, talking sure, the wrong yeah. person and so i <laughs> i'm cracking a joke but now i'm starting to attack my joke because yeah. like it's it, everything yeah. japanese is not weeb weeb yeah. specific like so yeah. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. I think it's, you'd experience it. Could it could be tropey. Sure. 
Sure. Everything. We got sure. fucking tropes yeah. here. There's, I, I can name some tropes out of French stuff. Like, yeah. there's tropes everywhere. But it's just, uh, it's so much fun. It's such a joy to watch. It's such a joy to experience. Again, going through Final Fantasy. It makes me want to go back and play the original Final Fantasy VII and compare it the two. Yeah, that'd be interesting. There's videos that came out that kind of compared scenes or whatever, and it makes you really appreciate just how fucking far we've come in gaming. Like, you can I mean, think about it in your head and go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But when you see it just in front of you, you're like, holy shit, these yeah. graphics and what they're doing with that fucking original story that we love already is is fucking, is like from the future. Like, we're living in the yeah. future. It's fucking wild. Like, oh, I can 100% go back and play that game. I've already sure. beaten it three times. Sure, sure, Dude, so. that's me and Melgar Solid. Yeah. I, I can always go back and play Melgar Solid, any of them. Yeah. 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 Not Melgar, though. Got such a special place in my heart at this point. I just can't gush enough about it. Yeah, it's cool to hear. I uh, I mean, I think it's a really good pick. I didn't expect anybody to pick it for Game of the Year, but that's really cool to hear that you picked it for Game of the Year. Um, I really wanted it to be in my top three. I feel like it was very not right for me to just go it, it would show my bias to just go yeah right. top three i've barely played it but yeah. i like final fantasy 7 it's not it's not fair for me personally so i decided not to do it so it's disappointing for me to not even have it on my list i really wanted it to be there but um mm. i am glad it's on your guys's list because it deserves that recognition i'm glad our show can bring some some support to that game because well, I, I had fully expected it to be my game of the year yeah Right. So, but I did for a while until the last couple of months. And the way you've been talking about Ghost of Tsushima, I'm like, that's his game of the year. Oh yeah, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, that that game is. Uh, it, I'm glad it came out. <laughs> <laughs> My brain's been telling me Cyberpunk was going to be game of the year for most of the year, yeah. and mm-hmm. then it, it got delayed that last time. I'm like, I got to stop thinking about it then because that's way too late. Yeah. And then I played it, and I'm like, I don't have time to even make this decision. I have though, <clears throat> for the record. Talk to the couple people who would say it is their game of the year. How controversial of a statement that is. I've let's not talk about this too much, but I don't, we we still need to talk about it. People are expecting us to talk about Cyberpunk. We need to do it at some point. I, I have a feeling they're going to be really bored with what I have to say, but all right, we can do that. Well, yeah, because we're not going to attack or overly defend. I don't it. have a lot to say. Yeah. Like maybe yeah, I'll do it. Maybe I should just address it because <laughs> we need to talk about it. I mean, we can do it on TastyCast as well. So if we're doing I don't want to wait that long. I need to do it soon. I'm supposed to do it this weekend. <laughs> um, to to go back to, to Final Fantasy VII, though, um, I th- yeah. like I think that uh, it was really close for me as well. I I just think because there's more things I can nitpick about it than I can with Ghost of Tsushima was like it for me. But like you said, like being able to just sit in an area and just like absorb it and listen to it and just like feel great the whole time i 100 percent agree with that oh yeah so oh yeah i uh i've told the story already and it kind of is similar to what chris is saying when he you know first heard it and started fucking crying wherever i was like in the middle of a huge convention sitting in a room with like 50 people and as soon as the speakers just fucking started playing the music i just like instantly started getting emotional it's like <laughs> it's like hold all okay keep yourself together <laughs> i'm sitting there watching and i'm seeing all the stuff that hasn't been seen yet. i was like holy shit this is fucking cool i'm such a dork like i love this so much yeah um so yeah when he was saying that i'm like i i, I agree 100 percent, man yeah it's wild um and i really do hope first off they can get him out in a, in a somewhat timely fashion but uh i i i really do look forward to 
where it's going to go and how much extra they're going to add. I just really hope they don't go too crazy, which is every seven years. They'll release it every seven years. And when people are like seven years, they're going to go final fantasy seven. I mean, great rebuttal. And then they're going to go, Oh, I say there's a lot of 14s and 14s. So yeah. So yeah. yeah. Anyways, I, yeah, I, I also, I need to beat it. Cause I, I, I really want to know what the ending is yeah. uh, going to be like, cause I have heard they kind of, change it a little so yeah we'll mm-hmm. see for sure anything else you want to say on your game of the year chris no i mean i just lost for words at this point yeah that was me with ghost tsushima i'm like dude there's some there's so much little stuff for me to talk about and where to fucking start um because that like fucking a glance you can just be like yeah that's that's the game but there's a lot little little things to it that really makes mm-hmm. it shine so um and it gets overwhelming trying to like fucking bring up every little thing you love about it. all you gotta say is i like it i like it a lot it also kind of sucks when we have like and obviously if i'm not speaking for you say so but like um there's so many so many good choices that you get to a point where um you have to like nitpick to make a decision and it might sound like you're coming off negative but it's just like you you have to there's a point you have to like find something because well, when you have I to make a decision, when like, I was thinking about Last of Us Part Two and where I went on my list, I thought about it. And I'm like, are any of these games better quality? No. Are any of these games telling stories that are fucking more uh, impactful, or they could even be equally as impactful? Are they more impactful? No, not really. But holy fuck, Ghost of Tsushima's gameplay is way better than Last of Us Part Two, um, like by miles. Uh, and that's not talking shit about Last of Us Part Two. It, I, I like playing the game. It's also a stealth game, um, but it doesn't offer the same fucking gameplay. And it doesn't need to play like Ghost of Tsushima. But Ghost of Tsushima, I fucking came back to to play for the gameplay. I didn't come back to play Last of Us Part Two for its gameplay. Yeah. I played it for the story. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just figure I I, I want to throw that out there because like any any like negatives that are being said are literal nitpicks yeah yep. just because yep. you have to when you're when you have so many things to to kind of mull over to figure out like what is my game of the year and mm-hmm. especially because like i love ghost of Shima. i love final fantasy 7 remake um animal crossing was was a great game for me as well this year and then there are other games on that list i could easily just be like we can sit here and just go these this game was great this game's great good game whatever you know but um yeah decision has to be made yeah it was really rough this yeah. year it was really rough yeah. yeah uh i surprised myself with what i came down to finally picking i literally thought for a second throwing phasmophobia on my top three but it would kick out some of the games that are obviously deserving to be on there so i was like i can't do it but i liked that game a lot that mm-hmm. for pure mm-hmm. gameplay reasons like there's no deep lore there or anything like that but i just really fucking like playing that game one is a great idea Right. Yeah, exactly. So. That's the thing I kind of want to celebrate about it a bit is like, this is the shit that indie does. Indie games fucking bring out the cool fucking ideas that the Wild West of gaming back when I was younger did. Yeah. And they don't do anymore except for Death yeah. Stranding. Other than that, oh, people, people yeah. don't fucking deviate too much. And mm-hmm. uh, that's fine because I'm all about also like harnessing and honing in on, on genres and making them better and better and better like Oshima did. But in uh, the indie uh, category, people can 
make games out of their fucking bedroom now with small teams. And so anybody with a great idea, I've sat around millions of times with friends joking, and we're like, that's a great idea for a game. But we never made it. Yeah. But somebody thought of Phasmophobia, and they actually executed on it well. Yep. Those, those ideas can fail, too. I've seen games with great ideas, and I play them, and they're not well done. For sure. Um, and so I think that definitely deserves... Uh, at least uh, fucking discussion, or at least pointing it out. That, I mean, look that, at look at survival absolutely. games as a genre. That that's yeah. that's pretty much indie games. Oh yeah, created Born survival out of games yeah. pretty much, yeah. uh, and they became uh, put into the mainstream. But well, main some mainstream games have taken ideas to flirt with survival games, but yeah. they don't make like hardcore survival games typically. No. The right. the division tried to like early on before it came out was like, well, this is going to be kind of like a survival game. I'm like, holy fuck, a triple A like survival game. That's dope. And then it became a FOMO, which is fine. But I can't believe no triple A companies that'd be pure, It's pure crack. Like how haven't they the decided The only to do one that? that's done it is Bethesda with fallout 70, whatever the fuck. fucking count. It does count. It's just a triple A. No, it's, it's, it's fallout. Bucks. It's one of the worst survival games out there. And it's a triple A game. If that's controversial to anyone, let me know in the comments. I, I stand pretty confident in that. Um, as a person who really likes survival games a lot. I see you got Conan, you got Ark, you got I don't know, man. Arc Ark 2's got Vin Diesel in it, so that's pretty that might be triple A as fuck. <laughs> that's that, their whole budget, right? That there. wild <laughs> yeah, that trailer was triple A as fuck. Let me tell uh, you, it was like twenty two frames per second. Fucking and then even like, like claymation. Two D space, you know, like fucking don't starve and stuff like that. Those are all like crazy mm-hmm. games, so Oh yeah. There's so many indie games that are like as loved as big titles yeah and it, they deserve it so anyway I, I i knew when i first played phasmophobia and i i realized this wasn't a joke game i bought i bought i was like oh this will be fun for a second and then i play i was like oh no this is like a good idea <laughs> and then it blew up on and then it blew too. up like yeah. like two days later it all of a sudden one streamer played it and went everywhere i saw it was pewdiepie played yeah. yeah and uh and i was like i fucking knew this game was going to take off because like it's a it's a good idea it's a good idea just like shit like Among Us. A good idea. Yeah. Um, and that's a simple fucking premise of a game. Basic. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to be super complicated. There's there's a complication in how simple it is to to make that work. Because anyone can make a simple game. But they made a simple game that just is... You can play it over and over and over again and have fun. Um, yeah, because well, it finds here. Yeah. Well, something Nintendo kind of... Uh, does a lot yeah. is uh i mean is, that's animal crossing <laughs> is they take a, they take simplicity and make it enjoyable yeah. um which is great because not every game has to be super complicated there's games that are super complicated that aren't enjoyable like you know I'll say I'm, i brought it up right at the beginning i'm playing so much minecraft right now it's ridiculous yeah. and that game's that game's as complicated like it be. yeah yeah but, when i last played it i started getting really into redstone and started making rooms that transform and shit yeah and like at that point there's like a learning curve but like before that it's just like haha rock Rock or fucking block of smash. <laughs> just fucking breaking shit. Like, oh, and I, then the occasional. <laughs> I made a, a, a five by five house. out of wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that shit's scary. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, anything else you guys want to say on your game of the years or any of your picks? 2020 as a whole. Closing out. Good riddance 2020. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I minus great the games. Great games. Fuck. Fuck 2020. The rest of this. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. Looking forward to next year. Kind of scared. There's some pretty big names supposedly coming out next year. Uh, Craig from Halo Infinite. We'll get to meet him. A certain uh, Dad of Boy sequel. Game of the year. 
2021. 100%. That's, that's going to be huge. Here's you my prediction. For 2021? Hmm? You know what I want for 2021? What? I want out of the box. Out of the box? I want out of my box. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that'd be great to have you back on and uh, here with us. Um, I literally uh, invited uh, Josh and Cody to be on the show, and they're both interested, but they were both just instantly like, Am I coming over? Am I am I joining you via Discord? I'm like, probably should do it over Discord. Yeah. I'd love to have you here, but uh yeah, things are there's some numbers are going up right now and I'm just like, yeah, you know, let's uh, right let's just kind of fucking stay home for a little bit. But uh but yeah, I, I hope for that as well cuz as soon as you moved back, it's like, well, Chris stays in the box instantly. <laughs> yep. You hadn't even moved yet and things were locking down. I was like, "Ooh, that's some weird I, timing." I was almost worried he wasn't going to be able to get back here. I'm like, yeah. "Well, fuck, he's stuck there." Fucking with nowhere um, to live. On my coattails on the way up here. So this is going to evolve because we're not in 2021 yet, but I made my predictions and I was kind of close, but not really. I was pretty wrong about my predictions of what would be my game of the year for 2020. For 2021, though, I think God of War, God of Boy 2 will be my game of the year. I haven't played it. I haven't seen the fucking game, but if it comes out next year, I probably feel like it's going to be my if game it of the is year. anything like <laughs> the last one, it's going to be hard to beat. Yeah, because if the last one came out in 2021, it'd be my game of the year. Um, <laughs> Cyberpunk will probably make it in my top three by the time I can actually. Uh, it's going to have a whole year to get all the shit fixed. Um, and I think it has a good chance of being in my top three, uh, which is so weird because at the earlier part of this year, I'm like, it's 100% my game of the year. Now I'm like, it's got a good chance of being in my top three. But it's a whole new year for a whole new game. So I don't know. Yeah. I can't make this assessment yet. And then uh, is um, Horizon Zero Dawn coming out? In 2021? I don't know. Gran Turismo 7. Holy fuck. There's a chance for Final Fantasy 16 as well. Yeah. Oh. Th- yeah. There's just just no. God of War. Oh, God of War no. is going to be in my fucking top three. All these could easily. get pushed back to 2022. Yeah. That's why I'm saying like yeah. it's up in the air. This is way too early a prediction, but I'm yeah. starting out there. Because I, I think it was actually uh, Dean Takahashi asked on, on Twitter what people were looking forward to uh in 2021 and i had to look up a, a list of things possibly coming out and i even like prefaced it with if they come out this year here's my list yeah. so also you know for me uh hopefully there's a final fantasy 14 expansion next year and I, i'm thrilled for that so yeah that'd be dope anything else <sighs> any more free time <laughs> yeah we, we all, have some we all need some free time <laughs> take some of my free time <sighs> all right well 2020 has been a year for sure but in gaming it's been a fantastic year and i think everybody can kind of uh relate to that a lot of great games have come out a lot of great games i haven't even touched because i was playing all the other great games this also, year new consoles new consoles new graphic technology on pc yeah it's uh, a huge year in gaming it, it, overshadowed by other things it's it's been a fantastic year in gaming it's been awesome it's been very hard to pick the best games of that year. We'd love to know your guys in the comments below what your favorite game of this year was, your game of the year, and give us some two runner-ups, maybe some shout-outs if you want to do that. Um, yeah, I, I really want to know what everybody's picks are because uh, I know a lot of people in our community have been vocal about uh, some games they're very passionate about, and a lot of those games I haven't played. So, you know, let us know why you uh, why you love them so much. And, uh, and why is it Bug Snacks? Yeah, why is Bug Snacks your game of the year? Why is Bug Snacks everyone's game of the year? Let us know that in the comments. But I think that's going to do it for this uh, 
annual game of the year discussion we do every year thanks for hanging out and uh join the conversation if you chose to and or at least hung out and listened to um yeah as always my name's seth i'm chevy and i'm chris make sure to check out our links down below until the next episode should be tasty tuesday and i promise we'll do a cyberpunk thing soon i need to talk about that i wanted to give it a week to let it gestate and so i could talk about it in a in a uh, experienced way because i want to play the game see the feedback so i can discuss it that's coming i promise i know a lot of you guys want to talk about it with us um but yeah until then uh have a good night guys and take it easy